I've itemised my notes. Now, I was thinking... I have also itemised my notes. I was thinking that I will um, give you an uh, a piece of evidence that the moon landings were faked, and you will argue it away, or try to, anywho. Right. I will... Um, yeah. I will... Does that make sense? It does make sense. Um... I mean, that's pretty much the format of the show you made me watch, so I guess that's how we'll do it. Well, it's important that you watch the show because then, you know, we're working from the, singing from the same sheet. Absolutely. We're looking at all the conspiracy theories and none of the proof. That's singing from the Rubbish. same hymn sheet. Absolute Absolutely. nonsense. That, that is it, what that show was. It wasn't. Let's make a load of claims. Let's not worry about the evidence. We're not even let's start. Let's yet. just get the claims out there. No, the, the evidence was there, and I. I oh have. yeah, sure for conspiracy theories, but no evidence really for how and whose ev- fault the events actually happened. Whose fault was that? They they had right. We're going to come. We're going to come to this later. Let's not. Let, we need to get started first. Okay. Let's let's. Are you ready? Right. We're going. We're going. There gonna, you go. We're T- take control. Control in the argument. No, taking it away from us. It's like, oh no, he's on a he's on a roll. Let's stop. Sure, the show stop. hasn't even started yet. We can't, we can't stop. This show started when you maybe watched that. Right, let's go. Blessed are the geeks, for they will inherit the world. Hello, Blessed Geeks, and welcome to episode 19 of the Blessed Geeks podcast with me, David, and the Ham. Hello. Hello, the Ham. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, sli- Hello, David. <laughs> I have a slight cold. Really? So a a I'll slight be, cold what? I'll be sniffing a lot. Don't do that. Not into the mic. I'm very warm. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is our Christmas special, so you might hear the occasional... Because I'm tugging on my nipples. Because um, I'm wearing my Christmas jumper, which the hand bought me, and it's got bells. So if, especially during the moon landing uh, debate, you suddenly hear... It's not the fact that Santa's on his way, though he is, but um, it's, it's probably David just trying me getting to, a bit animated. Or cause a distraction so that you <laughs> stop listening to sound reasoning. Rubbish. Honestly, this is going to be... But I am very warm. So another reason you hear the... Might be because I'm just taking it off and, and putting it on the floor somewhere. Um, you good? I'm I'm good. I'm I'm good. At thank you. Yourself? You're, you're good. At thank you. I'm good. Thank you. Good. Yourself? I'm 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 okay. You're okay. I'm I'm, I'm good. Yeah, not bad. That's good. I'm all right. I got I'm it. getting worse as this goes on. Okay. It was uh, my birthday yesterday. Yay! Mm. So I got happy birthday to you. I got uh, it's a it's a. Sean's birthday uh, special episode. Okay. Is that um, what this is now? Yeah, it's, it's not, not a Christmas, Christmas special. No, no, we're not doing a Christmas special this year. Really? We're doing a Sean's? We're, we're doing a... It's Sean's birthday a yesterday handless. episode. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's all. Just letting everyone <laughs> welcome, know. Welcome to the Sean's birthday yesterday episode. <laughs> um, Did you get lots of nice things? I got many nice things. More importantly, um, yeah? have you read the books that I got you yet? 
No, no, I literally got them yesterday. Why haven't you uh, even? I, I would have at least read the first. Oh, right, well, yeah, right? I've, I've actually read quite a bit of Saves the Cat. Um, okay, what before? Yeah, previously. Yeah, before I brought you. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I borrowed it off of you. No, so no, 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 it's a different, different Oh, book. is it a different one? Did you not even look at the cover? I saw Saves the Cat and I'm like, oh, he bought me the book no, that I was borrowing. No, fool. Thought... No, my, my Saves the Cat is about films. Your Saves the Cat is Saves the Cat and writes a novel. No. It's, yes. That's you a didn't great gift. Look. I thought, I saw Saves the Cat, I thought it was a You didn't even, one. but Sean, it says Saves the Cat at the top and underneath it says writes a novel. It's the title. Oh, that's such a good gift. Oh, you are so... You are... Uh, do you want me to honestly tell you what I thought had happened? What had happened? You thought I'd wrapped up my book for you. No, no. I thought you had bought the book thinking you'll never see your own book again. And then I gave you your book back. And you thought, oh, that's all right, because I know Sean likes this book. So I'll wrap him up the one that I bought and give him that. You didn't even look at the cover. I, you didn't I looked even at the look cover. at the cover. I looked at the cover and I thought, ah, oh, saves the cat. Brilliant. I didn't realise it was Saves the Cat Writes a Novel. Yes, it was. You are so off my Christmas list. You really? Are, listen, you haven't listen, received your presents yet. Sa- are you Sa- sure Sa- I'm Sa- off Santa my Christmas listens list? to this. Santa's yeah. our listener. Yeah. And and I mean, you've you've gone straight from the, the top of the good list. Well, I was at the top of the mi- good middle list. Middle of the right. good list. No, top to, of the good to list. To list sounds top about of the right. bad list. No, nah, no. Nah. Top I mean, of the you're good not list even on the bad list. You're you're that bad. You're on the you're on the piece of non recyclable plastic that's gone to land. Choking one of his reindeer. Yeah, yeah. That's why Rudolph's got a red nose. Right. He swallowed a bit of plastic and, and now it's giving him a red nose. Oh. I'm actually really pleased with that. You might be peed off, but I'm chuffed. I'm really miffed. You didn't even read the cover, I, let alone the first chapter. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to getting to it. Thank you. <laughs> what about the other book? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, what is it? Um, it's um, a guide to life on Earth from the point of view from an astronaut. Looked at the p- I have. You, Sean, no. The, the other book was a collection of Christmas lectures from the Science Museum people, scientists. I, I do remember reading that. Who, who um, all, all about lectures that are based on the it's subject of lectures. space and There's time. There's the 12 lectures in there, yes, I know. Oh, he knows how many lectures there are, yeah. but he doesn't know no, how, what because, they're, he even know what the title of the book is. You've reminded me when I was reading the back of the book. I know. Sorry, David. I don't know them inside out yet. You don't even know the covers, Sean. You don't know inside out. You don't (sighs) know them out. I was too busy having to watch astronauts, oh, didn't land on the moon video, make up my notes because, Captain, I've got six pages ready to go through with you. So, yeah, excuse me for spending my birthday preparing for today's episode. Sorry, listeners. You're such a liar. Listen, if... we we need to agree that we're not going to actually um, go into a full on row during mm. it because you, you're already getting very animated and very very yeah. stroppy. Because what well, I'm getting stroppy. You've had too you're much having, sugar for dinner, haven't you? I've had a lot of sugar. You're having a go at me on because my birthday I bought you, episode. I bought you two brilliant books for your birthday, and yeah. you didn't even read the cover. You I looked did. at the picture. <laughs> oh, that's the same as the cat picture. Brilliant. Thanks, David. Oh, this oh, is this is a book. It's, I was it's actually blue. really pleased with my presents. Thank you very much. What the other presents? Not and you haven't even thanked was, me for the card. Thank you for the card. Another David special. Who needs Moonpig? Just mean, just mean. What? But yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> Thanks. 
Um, okay, so uh, should we go to Nerd Splurge? I've actually got I've actually got the the running order written typed up on on my do actual you, notes this time. Do you have the uh, title? Uh, oh no! We, we, we have a title. We have a title. We have a title, ladies I, and gentlemen, boys and girls. I have come up with a title relevant to the episode number. Oh, what? Different to the last title that you were going to have? Well, I was an episode ahead. Now that episode has come. So <laughs> this is episode Super Nineteen, though. <laughs> Yay! What, what, what I really like about this is last week you thought you were going to call it 19 though. I was. This week yeah. it's advanced. It's the, it's the next gen. Exactly. It's super ne- nine, I'll be honest. Super 19 though. It was going to be episode 19 though. And then you were like, oh, I've got an idea for next week actually. I'm like, no, 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 that's not good. And then I went away, thought about it. It's like, what's he? He can't have any. He's, he's just going to go next generation. <laughs> he's just, he's just going to up my Nintendo to Super Nintendo. So I'm like, no, it's episode Super Nintendo. Oh, Nintendo 64. No, that's for episode 64. <laughs> or possibly episode 1964. Are we going to get that far? Sure. Yes. Yes. That's what it has to be. Episode 1964 needs to be 19... 19- 1964. Yes. Wow. We've got a long way to go. That's well, our target. Well, episode 19 after two years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a long wait. It's only 1,000, you know. It's a long time. It's several months. It's, I mean, we, we could theoretically go to the moon and back several times in that time. There's nothing theoretical about it. Theoretical. Right, let's go on to Nerd Splurge. Nerd Splurge. They're all from one site, and I'll tell you the site just because... Is it, is it Nintendo.com? It made me laugh. Um, uh, it, it's Mashable.com. Okay. So go on there, because some of these are brilliant. Okay. But I won't start with a little little, uh, little plug. Something to for, build up for. For the source material. Though. Yeah. Uh, Game Boy was the first video console to be played in space by Russian cosmonaut Alexander Serberov. Really? Really? No, Why was he playing? I mean, it, 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 it was in a spacesuit, was he, or was he in, in a in a rocket type thing in a vessel? Because I mean, I, I'm actually would have been the, the, the buttons are quite small, so if he was wearing the, the gloves, I don't think he was spacewalking with it. No. I'm pretty sure he's in a vessel, um, and uh, he played Tetris. Oh, I mean, to go into space, you mm. don't you, you don't want to take Tetris. Well, what really, really what Marvel Rise of you... the Imperfects on the PSP. Mm. But the PSP wasn't out back then. No. So, you know, deal with what you got. Plus... Was it Game Boy or Game Boy Colour? Game Boy. That's hard hat. No, I don't know. Anyway... Anywho, uh, there are more living skin... Living skin? There are more living things on your skin. Right? Than in the whole of the universe. Then there are people living on Earth. And that's just on your skin, not in your body. Okay. Just on your skin. So you have... <laughs> that's him point- wagging his <laughs> finger at me. Finger. You have more than uh, seven billion... That, that billion number. Yeah, seven, seven billion... Of living things on your skin than, you, than there are people on Earth. Mm. Oh, 
interesting. That's it's, a yeah. lot. That's a lot, isn't that's it? A lot of bacteria. That's a lot. I mean, yeah, you see me. Yeah, I mean, it might not all be bacteria. It might no. be other, other head lice things. and crabs. Yeah. And all right. Start. Like all right. I'll just. Yeah. No, you're of... you're right. Nice, yeah. nice, nice grim fact for us. There. there you go. Everyone now wants to shower. Good. Broken your Wii sensor bar? Have no fear. <laughs> it simply emits an infrared light that the controller picks up to determine whereabouts it's pointing. So actually, you can use a candle as an alternative. To to the, uh, to the sensor bar that you sit. Really? Under All it's doing is emitting an infrared light. Hang on, I don't understand. But, but that that infrared light mm-hmm. then feeds that the is plugged into the machine simply to power the light it doesn't send any information really back. yeah so how does the how does your Wii know it's the nunchuck the nunchuck is saying i'm getting this much light oh really this much light. yep and it's at this angle so it sends the information back do you remember that video we watched of the guy who the made 3D it all 3d thing. yeah he put a sensor bar on his head yeah. and left the controller static yeah. The controller's doing all the work. Right. So by moving that bar, it has obviously the same effect as moving the hand control. But okay. all it's doing is producing So light. I therefore, does it affect the um, playability if you've got the lights on? I would assume technically you would think so. I, I do. I'm guessing, That's why I'm asking. I'm guessing a candle gives out a much better infrared okay is it better uh, what about daylight versus nighttime if, I, there, if there's I, I a guess, lot of sunlight I, coming into yeah the yeah room. no i guess it's better to play in the, in the nighttime hmm. that would explain why i keep losing no, at mario no you keep losing because you're rubbish you're rubbish i'm amazing lee rubbish <laughs> one human in five believes that aliens are living on earth disguised as humans how many people in your office uh, 30 odd. There you go, so at least... And in the building, like, close to a thousand. Or in your office, at least six people believe that aliens are living on Earth dressed as humans. Yeah. I mean, it. it, it I guess it will change depending on, sort of, the education boundaries. No, no, if there's five oh, just, people, just in general, one, one, right. yeah, one of them. It's, it's a statistic um, accuracy. Mm. Right. Fact. It's fact. a statistic also, fact. Right, okay. Yes. Um, I mean, it's one in five of the people they surveyed, and they've just said, okay, so if it was one in five in everyone. Okay, well, let's survey. Let's survey. Uh, let's Earth. keep surveying people until we find someone who believes in aliens. So they surveyed okay. five people, and the fifth person believes in that. So it's, oh, it must be one in five. No, no, but that's, that's terrible, because you should keep going until at least you get the next person believing in aliens, because it might be one in seven. What if the next two after that didn't believe? Well then... Then it's one in seven. Yeah, but then if you went all the way up to ten, it might yeah. still be two. It might be, but you don't know, because you haven't gone all that way. They've stopped early. It might be no, and then it's like... Oh, well, however, even if they did a hundred people and they mm. got that many, if they did another hundred, they might have got two in five. Absolutely. This is this is the problem with uh, statistics. Your reasoning. No, with statistics. Not my reasoning. This is the problem with your fact. This is a problem with statistics. You can only do a sample, yeah. and then you go, okay, well, let's expand that. Yeah, and it's multiply when you exp- it by so many. Until you get the population of the Earth, which is ridiculous, because it's if, they, if they only you know, did 50 people, yeah. then what, that's meant to account for 7 billion people. So 10 people. I suppose it also good. depends on um, like upbringing and education and uh, where you are in the world. Yeah. 
I mean, if they surveyed yeah. Americans, it might oh, be... Oh, yeah, one in one. <laughs> well, if they surveyed, I don't know, um, someone else. Who, who, if they where, surveyed someone else. Well, yeah, I mean, like, America... Um, where, where Where is a very... Oxford like, graduates. Okay, if they survey the Oxford graduates, you'll probably find... Well, no one would do the survey, would they? No, no, thank you. No. <laughs> I walk away, I'm sure I've got lunch appointments. Okay, That's how they're speaking, Oxford. Go on, then. Data-wise, the, late, the, the largest NES game was less than 6 megabytes in size. This means a photo... Can hear you drinking, by the way. Sorry. I've got headphones this week. <laughs> uh, that means a photo on your iPhone... Oh, oh wow. Do you not like my fact? So I'm going to start again. <laughs> Data-wise, the largest NES game was less than 6 megabytes. That means a photo on your iPhone uses more storage space than 2.5 NES games. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. That's, that's a lot. Nintendo 16-bit, wasn't it? 8-bit. Oh, was it 8-bit? Super Nintendo was 16. No, Super Sim Nintendo was 32. Wasn't it? Because cause the, the Master System was 16 and the Mega Drive was 32. Sure, Nintendo was 8. No, I think the, the NES was 16, same as the Master System, because they were direct competitors. And the Super Nintendo was direct competitors with the Mega Drive. So they were both 32. Because the Mega Drive had 32 emblazoned across the front. I th I and then they brought out the Saturn and the Cube. I'll tell you what, get on with your fact, I'll look it up. What? So, but then you're not going to be listening to my fact. Okay, then we will, okay, let, we will let, come back let, to look it. it no, up let's quick. not do that because this always kills the we'll show. We'll play music. We'll go on to your <laughs> fact. Right. Um, do, 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 do. Every year, uh, New York drifts one inch further away from London. One inch? One inch, but in the other direction. So it's getting one inch further. Closer. No, further away. Yeah, it's getting one inch further away to um, our west side. West side. But one inch closer to our east side. And Russia. And Russia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because of continental. So drift. I could have said, every year New York drifts one inch closer to, well, to London. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I mean. It's like one it's inch one further inch away, but also one inch yeah. closer. One inch further away from Wales, one inch closer to London. Oh, there's right. there's a concept. Well, there's a there's a oh no there's it, a oh no it's not actually one mm. inch closer to London though because if you take its shortest distance, well, you said to it London, was. Um, in uh, it's one inch closer on the east side, right, so but it's still. If I agree with you, you will change the, <laughs> the argument. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just clarifying what okay. I'm saying. I'm not saying it is closer to London, but I'm just saying it's moved closer to London on one side. It's, it's not closer to London. Look, it's just moved closer to. You London. can't throw curveballs like agreeing with what I say. Right. Okay. okay. This is what happens. Things break down. <laughs> if you agree, I've obviously got it wrong and I have to correct it. <laughs> That's just mean. Okay, the, the next two are my favourite. Okay, uh, you do, you're doing two? No, I'm doing one. Okay. But I'm just letting you know these are the good ones. Okay. Uh, they're the Nintendo. Do, we, do, I, do we need a drum roll? No, no, no. Okay. There was a Nintendo game uh, released in Japan 
um, where you could shout into the controller because the Japanese controllers had a mic okay. and you could shout into your controller. Sorry, sorry, as, uh, Super Nintendo. No, Nintendo. Nintendo. You could shout into the controller to kill certain enemies. Only the Japanese controllers had these mics. But when they translated the manual, they never took the line about shouting into the controller out of the manual for the UK <laughs> and America. <laughs> so you had a load of game players shouting at their handsets, expecting the baddies to die in this game, and obviously nothing would That happen. is the best joke ever. <laughs> that is the best, the best prank ever. Yes, of course. <laughs> this was in the 80s. That technology wasn't around. I think, I think that, that's brilliant. That's yeah. amazing. In the past five minutes... The Earth has travelled over 5,000 miles. Really? Really? In five minutes, so 1,000 miles a minute? A minute. That's another way of looking at it, yeah. And is that just in terms of moving around the sun, or is that moving through the galaxy moving. and the universe? It's moving. moving. It's moved. It's travelled. It's travelled. Over 5,000 miles. So it could be a combination of the two. Because it does corkscrew through the uh, through the universe, doesn't it? Through the galaxy. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, the sun is moving within the galaxy. The galaxy <laughs> like is moving within the, exactly. the universe. And, and the obviously Earth, we're moving yeah. around the sun. So, um, yeah, so we're <laughs> corkscrewing around through, through space around yeah, the sun. Yeah, that's the sound I think of when I think corkscrew. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, it could it could be a combination of going roundy roundy and forwardy forward at the same time. But you don't know which. It's both. I, I imagine it's just it's a some, combination. Because I'm disagreeing with you. But no, that's that is interesting. Fast. There you go. That's you can really you can fast. use that in in one of your discussions at work. This this one is my favourite, and why I gave you the site just in case no one believes me, and it is on multiple sites. Nintendo was close to releasing an accessory that let players create their own knitting patterns. Right, so it would output your, what you would design knit-wise. The project was cancelled abruptly after all seven beta test volunteers died of old age during the market <laughs> research period. <laughs> oh, so they never got their knitting pattern finished or...? They were marketing it, and I think they must have just thought when that happens, what's the buy into this? Because, yeah, but I mean, maybe the market is always shrinking. I don't know. But yeah, but I mean, how many old people have Nintendos as well? Exactly. I, it, it was just, it just tickled me. That, no, it's you just know, you, you. you read they die, and you think, oh no, something went wrong yeah, with the, the, it, was old the age. it blew up or something. No, no, it was old age. That was who they were marketing it at. Oh, well, but good on Nintendo for being inclusive. And then pulling it. To, to the extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, th this is this is one that you'd be uh, interested to know um, for, for this particular episode. Oh, right, yeah. Banging your head against the wall can burn 150 calories an hour. <laughs> right. I'm going to be burning a lot of calories, am I? Yeah, well, I mean... Just going by uh, what usually happens when we uh, mm. get into these discussions. This is the first time we're having one of these debates on, no. on the podcast. No, it's not. Isn't it? We uh, discussed the alien structures on the moon. Oh, but that was just a brief that thing. That wasn't uh, actually on the moon. Yeah, they are. They well, are. they're not alien structures, I mean. 
They are. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're very clearly there. They're, they're not. You, well, yeah, that's... I think we said that we were going to revisit that because we sort of... It was just... We just sort of touched upon it. It was like a part of a normal... No, we had printouts and everything. We did have printouts, but didn't we sort of just spend like five minutes on it? No, no. no, no. I, we, spent a, we spent a long time on did it. Did we? Yes. Fair dues. Any more? Uh, no, that's it. And that was Nerd Splurge. Right, shall we uh, go straight into the news? Yeah, we can do. It's a bit weird. Um, what? Why is it weird? Well, we just usually end with the news. I know, uh, but we. Right. Well, do you want to do? Do you, no, do you, no, do you want to have I, the argument no, first? No, I think we'll we'll get through the stuff where we need to be friends, and then. Well, um, that's what that's what I was thinking. As long as you've not nicked any of my news stories. <laughs> Daredevil. Okay. Have you got that as yours? No. Good. Daredevil's cancelled. It's been cancelled since uh, we did the last ridiculous podcast. Do you want to know a theory that go I heard about today? Uh, Netflix apparently have acquired Miller World Comics, okay. so they will have complete control apparently, rather than having to go to okay Disney and Marvel for permission. Um, I don't know many of the. No, who do they do? Uh, they did Kingsman. Apparently oh, okay. that's one of theirs. But if you you want to take a look, because actually some of them do look more superhero comic-y rather than mm-hmm. what Kingsman is. And obviously Kingsman doesn't necessarily have to be exactly how you've seen it in the movies. Maybe it's very different in comics. What sort of... Do you have any ideas of like characters? Like they're um, There's, competitor think, characters to the Marvel DC? I think they've got like... I don't know their ins and outs of powers, but they've got like a Tempest. It looks like they've got like a, a Punisher-style okay. uh, sort of character. So I think it, it's less superpowers more and more skills. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think... Okay. But take a look. Um, I will. Because looking at the comic, I, I thought I was going to click on this link, it's going to be a load of rubbish. Yeah. And actually looking at some of the characters, I thought, oh, they do look quite comic booky. Okay. So. Mil- Miller-, Miller World. Miller World. And apparently all these characters, uh, in this, if you read the comics, they do join up in one universe. Okay. So could be could be interesting. Okay. And, and they're coming to TV. I think they've already so commissioned two shows. Ne- Netflix, well, they own. I believe they have purchased. in the same way that Disney owns Marvel and Warner Brothers owns DC. That's the that's what I understood. Okay, that's it. So the, so the 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 comics will will be will have uh, are part of the Netflix family as well. Yeah, but I think so. I think they own Miller World Comics. That's interesting. Yeah, they've probably done it because of the uncertainty with having to franchise out. Well, the the, the other side of the thing is they could now. They 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 own the Stranger Things franchise, don't they? Or do they just have the? It's the a Netflix to original, but yeah. I don't know whether because or Daredevil is a Netflix original. It's right. still a Marvel character. Theoretically, if they own the the the, the rights to the Stranger Things franchise, hmm. they could release a graphic novel, Stranger Things graphic novel. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like uh, Disney have done with Star Wars, or Marvel's done with yeah, Star yeah, yeah. Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Through uh, yeah, through through Miller Comics, so that that would be that would be interesting. You know, they're, they're gonna they're gonna clean up. I'm th- I mean, geeks have taken over, so it yeah. is it is a case of TV and film and comics all sort of amalgamating into one entity yeah. now. Do you want to do your do another one, or do you want me to do one? Um, I'll let you do one. Okay, I'll let um, you. <laughs> thanks. Uh, brilliant news. 
Travellers Series 3 is now on the Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, blessed geeks everywhere. Welcome to the 21st. I've I'm th- I've watched three se- three episodes. Okay. And it is brilliant. Okay. It is brilliant. I had I I, I had sort of come come along a, a bit of an issue which is um sort of is there from the beginning of series 1 and, it, and it's a it's a recurring theme. Mhm. But th- then I thought about it and I realized that if this was real this is exactly what would happen. So they're not sort of it's it's not like a a, a plot fault. It's a it's a way of dealing with yeah. situations. You can probably guess what it is. I won't say because I don't want to put any spoilers out. I'll ask you off there. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, as I say, it's been going from ever since the beginning. But I mean, it, it's it, oh man, I I love this show. Were you? Um, did you remember very well what had happened in series two? I there, there is a catch up. Mm. Um, I um, I remembered how it ended, but the way series three started, it seemed to have it gave me the impression that I'd forgotten something. Yeah. Oh, did, have you watched I've the first watched episode? The first episode. Right. So um, yeah, and I, so I went back and watched the catch up. Um, it's, it's only like five minutes, yeah. ten minutes, something like highlights. And I and it did end the way that I I remembered it. And as time goes on, you sort of realise the the bit they've sort of skipped. They sort of um, touch upon it a little bit, but without um, having to, you know, they just sort of fill you in. Sort yeah, of thing. you don't need to see it happen. No, it I mean you, you ultimately you haven't missed anything. It's just it's just like it's, if it had just carried straight on, you probably wouldn't think what's happened there. Yeah. Yeah, if it was all in one in the same episode, it would yeah. just it would just be one of those things where one scene cuts to another. With it being such a long time since I'd seen series two, uh-huh. I was struggling to remember what was going on. You didn't watch and the I uh... watched the catch up. Okay. It missed a big chunk of what you need to know, in my opinion. Right. Again, if I haven't seen season two, I don't want to cause any spoilers. Okay. But yeah, so it might be worth watching if you're familiar with it. Just watching the last couple of episodes of series two, just to, to reacquaint yourself. yourself. Back on track. Um, other than that, it's, yeah, it's it's a great series. I enjoy it. It's funny. Um, I need. I, I'm still a little bit thinking to myself now: Am I definitely up to speed, or am mm. I still missing parts? That's my concern right. now. That I watched it for about half hours. Like I feel like I'm missing something. Well, I mean, that, that that I suppose that's an issue with the fact that they, they do cover so much in the show. They yeah. do do each each series has a lot going on, mm-hmm. and you've I mean you've got um a, a uh, you've got five main characters. They've all got their own stories going on as well as the group story. Um, so there's there's a lot happening. An ensemble cast. That's the word. That's the term. And that, so there's a lot going on for you to keep up with. And when because it's been about, has it been about a, eight months or a year or something since series two finished? I guess so. I think I think what they do, I think they always bring out the new series around about the same time each year. Yeah. Because I was asking when series three was starting on Twitter, and someone said fourteenth of fourteenth December, same as you know always. So. Um, so it would have been about a year since I since I saw series two, and I assume since you did as well. Yeah. Um, but so 
you know, you 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 are going to sort of have forgotten things, but unless you want to sit through, you know, the whole shebang all over again, what I will say is, for me, there there are things that, that they talk about and things that they revisit, and you and it re- reminds you stuff. You so do get there, yeah. you don't you don't need. I I wouldn't say that you need to watch the whole series too. If you want to watch a couple of episodes to get back to speed. As, as like a run-up, but I don't, you know... I guess I wish I had, but I will probably catch up no problem yeah, anyway. It's still a great show. Um, I mean, if you haven't started watching good. it, watch it. It's very good. It's, it's got a lot of the same team involved with this as we were involved with SG-1, uh, even some of the actors, especially in, in Series 1. Right. What topic is your next news item on? My next news item on uh, subject is um, pertaining to the other night oh hello um when we went out okay fine it's not a spacey one no okay voyager 2 has crossed yes the heliopause which is used as a boundary for the edge of the solar system um if if you had a dog you could call him helio and he would have at the end of his legs he would have heliopause Brilliant. Um, well, it actually is, rather than the pause of a dog called Helio, um, is where the uh, solar wind, uh, particles, plasma particles from the sun, collide with the interstellar wind, which is uh, cosmic rays, or which are superfast particles. Um, the Helio pause is about 123 times as far from the sun as Earth. So you can fit 123 Earths in that space with the distance between them that is between us and the sun. Yes. That's a funny way of looking at it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm contributing. There you are. It is that far. That's how far it's uh, travelled. I've just realised you set my tripod up wrong. That's it's, why I'm not, I'm not right. Okay. Sorry, I didn't set up wrong. I mean, adjust it, man. You, you sat <laughs> down, you've looked at it, you've been staring at it. I haven't even put... Have well, you got your, your that's, that's, spit monitor on it? No, I have. Do. So you have managed to put I'm going to, to turn my mic off for it. a second. He manages to... Uh, oh, I can't because I'm recording. We'll put it out. He manages oh. to uh, stick his thing on the end of his mic, but only now does he realise Stop talking. There we go. Carry on. No. <laughs> Right. I was a ju- and it was making noise. You could hear it. Your go. It was like thunder. You're... Tell us about the heliopause. That's it. That's all I had to say. Voyager 2. So it's now in interstellar space. It's what they class as interstellar space. So it's yeah. gone past the heliopause. Well, okay. With regards to... Let's uh, paint a picture. So you've got Pluto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's way pl- past Pluto. It's way past. Well, it's way past Pluto. So... How f- I mean, paint us a picture. How f- roughly how far from Pluto would you say? <laughs> I don't know. Um, it de- depends on all sorts of things, but it is 123 astronomical units from the sun. Okay, that that's 123 times. It's 123,000 times. 123,000 or 123? 123. 123 times as far from the sun as the Earth. Right. Basically. Hence the conversation we had two minutes ago before you started adjusting your mind. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, but, I, but that is an astronomical unit. If yeah. anyone ever hears anyone talking about astronomical units, one astronomical unit is the distance from the sun to the earth. They would know this from uh, our last podcast. They would if they listened to the last podcast. Of course podcast. they listened. Brilliant! 
Excellent. Good. Oh, my turn. Into the Spider-Verse is now on at the pictures. That's what we did the other night. We went to see <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse. Um, we are going to visit this film in the Review Corner of Solitude uh, on our next episode. Where The next episode, here's some more news, is going to be a Stan Lee special episode where uh, basically everything we talk about will be relating to Stan Lee. Because he died. Um, now, Spider-Verse, well, basically, you won't get into it too much, but that was brilliant, wasn't it? It was good. It was. I would. I would describe it as refreshing. Excellent. Right. That's all we're going to say yeah. on it. Excellent. Cool. Good. Good. Oh, and it's animated. Brilliant. I enjoyed it. Right. Next. <coughs> Very good. Um. The, uh, there's a Picard spin-off show. Yes. Um. No. It's not going to be related in any way, apparently, to um. The new Star Trek series that's okay, currently good. ongoing. But yep. it can't, can it? Because he's not born yet. Yep. Um, and Unless they time travel. Uh, the only other thing that I can... Oh, production starts in April 2019, so they've not even started shooting yet. So there's plenty of time for it to be cancelled. Um, Is it on Netflix? I don't know. Okay. Uh, I guess it... I'm guessing yes. That's where the current Star Trek is. Yeah. But then again, you know, it's a, it's a free... Agent. Marina Sirtis. Yep, Councillor Troy. That's it. Um, has heard nothing about the series. She's saying the rest of the cast have heard nothing about the series. It is just Jean-Luc Picard. Okay. Which is, if you're going to make well, it around Jean-Luc Picard, it sort of has to be. I am I am intrigued. I mean, if it's going to be Patrick Stewart, is he now an Admiral? Because we've never seen Admiral Picard. We've seen Admiral Riker. Mm. We've never seen Admiral Picard. Um, I wasn't sure if, to be honest, if Picard lived long enough to be an admiral. Um, part of me, because I know in uh, there's an episode or a, a two or three part episode, sorry, a two or three episode story called All Good Things, where uh, an alien called Q um, starts taking taking Picard uh, on a journey. He keeps jumping through time. And when he's in the future, he's retired and he's living in France and he's growing grapes and things and he's making wine and that. Um, so what, we don't know if this is going to be... Uh, we don't even know if it's going to be Patrick Stewart, no. Oh, no? yes, yeah, Patrick Stewart. It's not, it's not like Patrick how Picard became no, captain, because no, that would be an interesting... Patrick Stewart, we, we already know, we got stabbed over a game of not Paul... Oh, he and, did, yeah. Uh, if it, that didn't happen, he was going to be a doctor. This yes. Um, so, we don't, so we know all that. Yeah, so that's why they're not telling us that story. No. It is, We've been um, there, done that. Patrick Stewart, and he says he's looking forward to... Um, Re, relighting the fire. Yeah. Um, you Rekindling know, the um, flame. Um, what was the term? Re-oiling anyway, the joint. Shh, you're not going to get it. And you've just pushed it out of my head. He's just looking forward to playing the character again, learning new things about him. Brilliant. Um, so that's all I know. Um, My guess is he's going to be an admiral or an ambassador. Mm. Maybe he'll be an ambassador. Yeah. Because, as I say, Riker became admiral uh, eventually, and we've never heard any reference of Admiral Picard at all like, in anything. Maybe he goes rogue. Uh, at his age? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Maybe he starts a special school. <laughs> for gifted I'd like Starfleet yeah. people. That that has to happen. Excellent. Okay. Well, I, I've I'll, got I've got no more. Okay, well I'll move on to the last one and then I'll go on for a bit. 
Brilliant. The British Size Monitor package on NASA's InSight lander has detected vibrations on the Martian of the Martian air as it passes over the probe's solar panels. This makes it possible to listen to the wind on Mars, which you can do on the BBC uh, News app or website. But essentially, um, it's picked up the vibrations of the solar panel and it's interpreting that into sound. So you are effectively listening to yeah. the air on Mars. And right. that's the probe that's just landed. Have I, you, have I think it's really it? cool. Cool, yeah. I have heard it. It's is just it, it's just a, it's just wind. A light bit of wind. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's, um, it's a NASA man. <laughs> it might as well be. Um, and on, on this top, just so you know, there is absolutely loads going on on the space front, um, as well as Voyager 2 leaving the solar system and InSight successfully landing on Mars since our last podcast. The Parker Solar Probe has started sun skimming, uh, getting closer to the sun than we've ever gone before. How, how close do we, do we know? Have you got the numbers? I haven't got the numbers. I can get them for the next time if you want, but it, is, it isn't literally touching the sun. No, 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 but I mean, it's, it's, it, it is closer than it, anything. It's is. getting closer than we've got before, and it's going to get closer. Until it burns um, up, is it? I don't think they're planning on burning it up. Well, no, um, but I mean, if it gets too close, you don't, the, if there's a solar flare or something, it will... Uh, if that solar flare goes into that the, the reason I ask is are they going to see how close they can get it and then they know how much more work to do on the on the next I imagine they've got a pretty good idea on how close they're going to get okay. and um, they'll work safely until they decide maybe to ditch the probe okay um, Juno is still returning insane images of Jupiter I was looking on the news website uh, BBC news website just today and there are they're crazy pictures of the storms going on China has how, how close to uh, to Jupiter is Juno uh, I, I, I don't know um, it's, uh, <laughs> um, it's uh, in its polar orbit it's, it's not stupidly close okay it's, but it's got very good telescopic sights yeah, I mean, something that big, you don't need to worry too much. What's interesting about this is that it's actually uh, the photos that uh, it was shown on the BBC website were actually um, they're made available to the public and it's for the public to enhance and look at them and stuff and they're getting some really cool detail out of that that they weren't okay. expecting. Excellent. Uh, I don't know why they're doing it that way, but... Well, yeah. I mean, if let the public, you know, get, get involved. involved. Yeah, absolutely. Just like they would want to with the moon landing, just... Plant that seed and... Yeah, when it, when it happens, there. I'm sure we'll all be involved. China has launched the first ever mission to land a probe on the far side of the moon. Uh, the OSIRIS-REx probe has arrived at asteroid Bennu to map its surface. Virgin Galactic has successfully had a manned spaceflight, sort of. Not, had two pilots... It went to, uh, I think it's uh, might be 70 kilometres up. Oh, okay. Uh, a boundary that a lot of people call space, but a lot of other people say 100, 100 kilometres up is okay. the boundary. So, you know. So, but sorry, uh, is that the, the one, because I thought the video that I saw, uh, the one where Richard Branson burst into tears. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen the video. Okay, okay. Because I, I didn't realise that was a manned one. I thought it might have been... Computery. Nope, they had uh, two, a pilot, a co-pilot, and then they had a mannequin in the back pretending to be a passenger. So they could go in the carpool lane. <laughs> yeah, good. That's very good. Ta and uh, plans are pressing ahead for the next NASA Mars rover due to touchdown in 2021 to continue the search for life. And this is a NASA 
only one. It's not sort of a, a. Well, I guess they have other countries involved. So, like the. Uh, the but pro- it's not like cause we we had the Beagle, didn't we? It's, it's oh, not yeah, like no. that that team. We don't hear from that team anymore, do we? No, they didn't. I don't think they were anything to do with NASA either. The no, Beagle, no, they weren't. But it, it was our own. Like, it was the that British. was our own. Yeah, British have never successfully landed on Mars um, or the Moon. But obviously, it'll have tools on it that are probably made by other countries. Like yeah, their yeah, current yeah. one has our size monitor. Yeah, we'll, we'll um, put a flag on there. But all that stuff I just listed has yeah. happened over the course of the last month. So things and how how much of that is in is like private, as in not NASA, not anything like oh private, nothing. I'm well, within the Virgin into, Galactic. Virgin Galactic. Right, that okay. was the only uh, the only private. No, nothing's happening with um, Tesla. Uh, no, uh, they, there was an interesting video online. You know how they like to launch their boosters. Uh-huh. Uh, something yeah. was going wrong on their booster, so it automatically took itself out into sea okay. and tried to land on the ocean right. uh, vertically, and it pretty much landed vertically on the ocean and then fell on its side. Oh. But it's very cool to see. Uh, they It just decided not safe enough to land on land That's without clever. breaking the Is uh, that AI? platform. Um, I, I guess so. They must have sensors in there. I don't, I'm They're pretty sure it over. said the launcher... Uh, the the booster decided not someone sitting at a computer over they, they don't have a boot like this is the booster like, this is the hand <laughs> no, oh, maybe maybe guy, someone's nickname a guy who called himself the booster the booster <laughs> playing maybe, darts maybe that's it excellent well that was good that was a long news i'll tell you what we're 47, nearly 47 minutes in already. Well, you can cut it down in the edit. And we haven't even started. Right, okay. Right, so um, we're going to go on to the uh, the conspiracy now. Okay, um, for anyone out there who doesn't know about this, there is a, uh, a conspiracy regarding landing on the moon, isn't there, Sean? Um, basically, um, we've never been to the moon, and there is this conspiracy that we have. I must just um, pop in just briefly to let the boys and girls know that your uh, your David Debate Bingo card <laughs> is available uh, on the website. If you want to go grab that and see how many of the uh, the items you can tick off the list. Do you need a pen? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> I'll try not to do too much as we go as we're playing. Uh, sorry, as we're debating. But I will. Uh, uh, this, this a... <laughs> so, don't get to look at it. Fantastic. Right. Okay. Now, a little introduction to this, um, and th- this is why um, you know I've got a few um, issues with the, the uh, whole moon landing, and why many people have issues with the moon landing. And incidentally, uh, before listening to this, if you want to watch the program that uh, we watched, there were several there were several programs, documentaries, and things on. YouTube's and things like that but basically there's a brilliant documentary on Netflix which sort of correlates all of the uh, evidence um, that the moon landings were faked into one documentary which makes it a lot easier um, that documentary as I say it's on the Netflix it's called Conspiracy Theory Did We Land on the Moon that's Conspiracy Theory Did We Land on the Moon it's about 45 minutes to an hour long um, it's very interesting, and there are lots of very intelligent people um, <laughs> giving information. We're going to come to them in just a second. Um, there are, as I say, there are other documentaries. There's one I watched on uh, YouTube, which started off 
they had one piece of information which wasn't on uh, the Netflix documentary, uh, which we might touch upon uh, later on. But other than that, it was all the same stuff. Now, um, here's the thing. Hold on. Did you say there's something that was mentioned that wasn't on the documentary you told me to watch? Yeah. Am I going to get blindsided? No, no. It, it's, it's something that you're going to go... Pfft. So I am going to get blindsided. I don't know what this is. It It's... It's, it's something that you're, you're going to say rubbish anyway. and Oh, therefore I don't need to... Uh, prep. Well, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm just trying to understand. I watched it yesterday. Okay. It was your birthday yesterday. Uh-huh. You were out enjoying yourself. I was. Doing stuff. What's right, okay. <laughs> right, if you could refrain from, from questioning what's on the end of your pen for five minutes. Um, here's here's the, uh, the deal. In the 17th of December, 1903, the first powered flight took place. It travelled 20 feet into the air and it flew for 12 seconds, covering a distance of 120 feet. Okay, On that day, three more flights took place. The most successful lasted for 59 seconds. That's less than a minute. And it travelled for a distance of 852 feet. Okay, the first moon landing in inverted commas was Apollo 11 on the 16th of July 1969. Now, this is saying that 66 years of man had been unable to fly for eons, and then 66 years after we managed to fly 852 feet for less than a minute, suddenly we can go to the moon. I mean, that's a bit of a, a, a I was going to say a bit of a leap. It's more than a leap. It's a launch. But that's a little bit ridiculous. Now, with this documentary, there are many, many, many sceptics involved, okay? At the time of filming this documentary, 20% of Americans did not believe in that the moon landing took place. Yeah, Americans. Okay? Now, I said to you that there were some very intelligent people who were sceptics of the moon landings. And what did you say? <laughs> exactly. Okay, so here, here they are, okay? David S. Percy of the Royal Photographic Society. He's an award-winning filmmaker and photographer. Okay? Bart Sibrell, who is an investigative journalist. who Ooh, has been an investigative journalist? <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, okay. They don't ever, ever make anything up. Journalists are the creme of the crop. Decades, decades researching this subject. Howard McCurdy, who has a PhD and is a space historian. Always believe people with PhDs. They are infallible. You know they do not lie. Ralph, have we got any doctors listening? You're really alienating No, yourself. I'm not really alienating them. Those doctors will know doctors that are buffoons. Ralph, Ralph Rene, who's an author and a scientist. Right. Right? Yeah. Okay. And you're, and you're, you're dissing all these, right? Oh, it's not that I'm dissing all of these. It's just that it doesn't matter what their role is. I'm a scientist, David. Okay. I, I'm a Bachelor of Science. I disagree with them. Okay. How about this? Boris Valentinovich, the Russian cosmonaut. Yep. What about him? Well, should he be taken seriously? I think everyone can have their point of view. What I'm saying is just because they have certain job roles doesn't mean they are absolutely 100% speaking the truth. Brian O'Leary, 
NASA astronaut. Robert Casing, engineer involved with Apollo 11 project, working for a company called Rocketdyne, who made the rockets. Mm-hmm. And Jan Lundberg, who designed the chest-mounted cameras for the Apollo missions. Mm-hmm. Now, he mm. is saying the photo... Fo- we'll come on to him later, yeah. right? When we come to the photos, okay? Mm-hmm. But to give you a little... An insight into what's coming, yeah. what's coming at you, yeah. he says yeah. the photos that he designed... And, the photos and, he designed? Sorry, the cameras that he designed for their chests, yeah. there's no way that they could have got those photos. Why is there no way? Because we'll come to that. Oh, right. We're going to come to that. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So here's the schedule, okay? Here's the schedule for the fake moon landing, okay? Right. This, this, when do I get to okay. ask a little bit about what you're saying? Okay, you can ask now. Right. I'll set, I'll Are set in the scene. Are we currently able to go into space? Are yeah. we going into space at all? Yes. Well, hold on a minute. We didn't We didn't learn to fly for just a few seconds until, what was it, 1903? How on earth are we in space right now? That's a giant leap, do you not think? Well, it's, it's a bit different going straight but up I'm, there. But to, 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 hang on. To, to going to the moon, landing safely, yeah. then taking off from the moon and landing safely back on earth. But So so that's too far, but in your, it's absolutely fine that we can go to space, even though we've only learned to fly last century. It's essentially just launching a rocket. Oh, that's, that, essentially, that's essentially just launching you're not, the you're rocket. Not landing the going rocket. to the moon. Well, going to the moon is essentially launching the lo- that rocket a little bit further, and then and then doing landing, the re- doing the reverse of a launch. They no. land back on Earth. What's the reverse they of a launch? Landing. Well, there you go. Right, they land back on Earth. Why can't they land on the moon? But when they land on Earth, they yeah. use shuttles. When no, before, no, 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 they don't. The the capsules. The capsules, the capsules that parachuted to Earth and yes. landed in the sea. They yeah. didn't. They didn't have. Any special, you know, equipment. A rocket, the thing that makes you take off, they, you just use it in reverse. You use it to slow down and land. No, they didn't. They used parachutes. No, I'm saying, you're saying that you can't use parachutes on the moon, quite rightly. Right. So you just use a rocket, which you've already designed because okay. you know how to take okay, off. Okay, brilliant. We're going to come to that Yeah. in a minute. <laughs> okay. Right, now, this is a schedule for the fake moon landing, okay? Number one. Film the moon landing footage at Area 51. Now, on this documentary, they show photos of uh, satellite photos taken of Area 51, right? These buildings show, these photos show buildings which resemble sound stages and an area of desert with man made craters built out of it. Now, they actually. Man made? Well, craters. Man made? Yeah, why not? Hold on, man made? They're not man made. They're craters. How do you know they're not man made? How do you know they're man-made? They never said they were Someone man-made on the show. Someone dug a hole, didn't they? No. I think they did. No, they didn't. So what they've done is they're they've craters. taken a, a satellite photo of a crater of the moon. Yep. And they took a satellite photo of this crater on Area 51. And they superimposed the two. Yep. And the crater from the moon, mm-hmm. right, work, fits perfectly yep. over the one on Area 51. Do you know how the many shadow. craters the, sh- the moon? The shadow and everything. It's take, the same shape. You could do it with a crater on Mercury. Do that then. But you can. That's what I'm saying. Do it. Show it. Prove it to me. No, For you the prove... next episode. No. No, literally. Craters, you can get them all shapes and sizes. A lot of them look the same. Yeah, but this this is... You know, they're saying... They filmed this at Area 51 and now they've taken a photo from where they're supposed to have landed on the moon and they've superimposed it over where they believe they, they landed at Area 51 and it fits. It fits. 
It's not like they've taken a random, oh, that crater over there, that'll do. It's not like that. They've said, right, well, this is where you said you were, and this is where we think you were, and the two things work perfectly. Why, why would they... Just explain to me the logic behind, OK, we're going we're gonna to shoot this at Area 51. Mm -hmm. uh, we, also, we also need to use the uh, craters from our own country to yeah. uh, show the world as if it's the moon. Why not get craters from elsewhere? It's going to be much harder to sew those bits of information Because together. they've already got Area 51. Why would they go to another country when they can just do it in America? Well, they don't need to the go to another country. You've got to remember the, the, satellite the Cold picture, War was it? on as well. Right. right. Russia was winning the space race. They didn't have time to mess about. They needed... You know, Russia was winning the space race. Yeah. Russia had been into space first. America was saying yeah, we need to get yeah, to the moon first. Yeah, Russia never really called foul of uh, fake moon landings. Well... Um, the Russian cosmonaut, but not the Russians. The Russian government, who hate America... Never go on about how do you how know? Moon oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, we, 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 I'm fairly sure that they do. They don't prove it to me. This is, this is what this is going to be all the way through, isn't it? It's just going to no. be you being like, prove it to me. No. You don't need any proof yourself, but prove it to me. I've got proof, I've got proof, I've got three pages of proof here, right? So they filmed the moon landing area 51, right? Number two, send the astronauts into space. Right, to orbit the Earth for eight days. Now, the reason eight days, three days to the moon, yeah. three days back, yeah. gives them two days on the moon, okay? Right. So, had them orbit the Earth for eight days, right? Are we going to discuss each of these in detail, are we? I'm, I'm just giving you the schedule. Okay. Then, there's only four things, Sean. Then, the third thing, while they're in space, while they're orbiting, show the footage as if they're on the moon, okay? The footage that they filmed at Area 51. And then... A few days later, they land back home. Right. Go on then. Brilliant. Um, how do you want me to tackle this? So tackling your schedule, what was the um, first thing? First thing was filming uh, the moon landing at Area 51. Okay. The, the, the astronauts' footage. The astronauts' footage. Yeah. So they're running around on. The are we moon. going? So are, are we going into why we're saying that that was definitely shot Area Fifty One, like the flag waving, all of that stuff? Well, or I, I are have we all that, to that later. I have all that itemized. This was just like an introduction sort of thing. Okay. Well, the only thing then, if we're going to go through those items on their own, uh -huh. I would say this whole orbiting the Earth for eight days. Yeah. I don't understand why no one would cry foul of that. You have to remember. America is not facing the moon all of the time. So they've had to go through relay stations, quite famously one in Australia, who lost track of the Apollo 11 mission for a while. They had to find that rocket again on its way to the moon. Uh, and they're getting the communications coming from that rocket to relay to America. Why wouldn't they say, oh, this thing we're tracking, nothing's actually coming from so it. Why wouldn't the Russians be like, oh, there seems to be a new device orbiting the Earth that um, when the Americans have said that they're going to America. No one's calling foul of it. There's, well, it's I mean, like America's the only country Australia, able to monitor it. Australia could have been potentially in on it. In on it. Oh, but yeah. the thing is, Australia... Uh, sorry, uh, Virgil Gus Grissom, okay, he was selected to be part of the uh, moon landing team, right, before Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and the right. other guy, right? Now, um, he was an outspoken critic... And he was going to um, blow the whistle. Yeah. Um, and then he was involved in a simulation on the 27th of January, 1967, which 
mysteriously burst into flames. Right, and mysteriously, I mean, the capsule was absolutely, they used to put 100% oxygen in back in those days. and Gus Grissom, yeah, Ed White, Roger Chafee yeah. all died. Yeah. Okay. Grissom's family believe it was sabotage. Uh-huh. They're saying NASA knows the truth. Okay. Yeah. The information that, I'm just trying to make sure I've got my facts straight for you. Go on. I don't think just because someone calls foul that that means it's foul. Another guy, Todd Reynold Barron, right? He um, was saying that they'd never get to the moon. Apollo would never get to right. the moon, okay? He testified this, okay? A week, and he had a massive report. A week later, right, he also died... And his 500-page report of his evidence mysteriously disappeared. Right. But we know that that 500-page document of evidence really existed. Well, yeah, there's, there's a photo of him. Obviously, he took it into the court when he was making his testimony. He was, he was referring to it. And uh, 1964 to 1967, 10 astronauts died mysteriously, which is 15% of the astronaut corps. Yep. It's a huge percentage. But we are saying here that a load of people in NASA, the, the volume of people that have to yeah. keep this under wraps is insane. No. I, know, I know this documentary says, oh, you don't need that many people, but you really do. It's ridiculous. The, 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 the guy who makes the bolts, right, doesn't yeah. need, he doesn't know any more than he's making bolts uh-huh. for this thing. He doesn't know what's going on. Except all these companies, and you've got to remember, a lot of this work was... What, con- like Rocketdyne? ...was contracted out to several different c- companies. Mm-hmm. All those companies, they're going to know whether what they can do is going to be achievable in space. One disgruntled employee saying, oh, no, you can't do that, doesn't oh. dis- discount everything. No, but, I mean, you have a NASA astronaut saying it didn't happen. Out of how have... many astronauts that say it do happen, did happen? Well, I don't know. I don't know how many... I mean, other well, than the, the, the three, the three really... who apparently went, you know... Well, the, the three, three on the, origi- went, on the original mission. Yeah, yeah. There's a but, lot more that went. Yeah, so, uh, over the course of the, the NASA, the, the, Apollo. the Apollo missions. Yeah. It's quite a few people went. Yeah, yeah. So why, why is it that one astronaut who didn't get to go... No reason why he didn't have <laughs> Why is it that that one astronaut overrides all the other astronauts and all the other astronauts that didn't get to go well, and said that it happened? So it's a lot more than just the ones that went to the moon. You yeah, just got I, I, no, I, I, think, I, think, I think the fact that they've you know, got something, you know, they've got um, something to gain from the fact. Because, oh, it's America. Yeah, we've been to the moon before anyone else. You know, there's, there's a lot of that So because there on. was some... Um, patriotism. Patriotism going on, it can't possibly have happened. No, I'm saying that that's a reason that they're saying it did happen. Yeah, and Because pe- people don't yeah. want to shoot themselves yeah. down. Oh, you want to go to the moon, mate? No, sorry, you're not good enough. Has he now got a reason to try and uh, Depends. I mean, you, the you, moon you, don't, you don't know. I don't know. You don't know um, if like they they got some sort of um, compensation. I mean, they went through the training. They they could have been told um, you just didn't win the lottery this time yeah. to go, and they'd be oh okay. But I I was I was you know I was good enough to. I th- I think what's that? But but let's say he's not. Let's say he has got sour grapes. He's not good enough. 
Well, then, you know... Because it's not a lot. It's well, if, not if like... the, no, if the moon landing happened, then it would be stupid to say it didn't. But yeah, I agree. <laughs> it exactly. is stupid to say it didn't. If it, if it happened. It, it did happen. You agree, if it happened, it would be stupid. But That's not the what fact, I agree to. It is. I said, if it happened, you'd be stupid. You said, no, I agree. I agree that the it's stupid th- And the thing it didn't is, happen. it didn't happen. And the thing is, whether you, you know, whatever your reason is for saying, for blowing the whistle, if it didn't happen, it didn't happen. What? I said. A guy can say it didn't happen when it happened. Yeah, he can. Yeah. But if it... it So how is this guy's evidence? I'm, I'm... this you're not your job here is yeah. to convince me that it happened. No, no, no. My job is to discredit the arguments that you're putting forward. And some guy who didn't get to go to the moon, and he it, might it not even. Upset... Have, I, I mean, I don't know how old this guy is, right. but he might not have been around. Like he was, an, was he, he was an astronaut. Yeah. What was he? Was he an astronaut at the time of the moon landings? Well, yeah. You got to remember, this is the point where they're first going up into space. The Russians only just beat them yeah. to get in. Well, I say only just. Uh, beat it was them. a while. They beat them into space, yeah. and then Kennedy had to come out with something. Well, in fact, he might have done it before. We're not just going to space; we're going to the moon. Yeah. So it's actually quite a short period of time that all this happened. So yes, if he if he was speaking out against NASA back then, the saying it didn't. No, happen. no. This particular astronaut I'm yeah. talking about, Brian O'Leary, on the documentary. I'm I'm saying to you, was he an like a fully fledged astronaut at the time? You're saying you're because he didn't get to go, mm-hmm. but I, he didn't look old enough to be retired to me. Okay. Certainly, certainly not. You know. I don't know which one he was. I figured because if he had anything to say about landing on the moon, he must have been around when we were landing on the moon. If he wasn't, then why on earth does his point of view have because, to do with anything? He's, he's, a, he's a NASA guy. You know, oh, he, right. he would he would know if if NASA if NASA are capable of this of that sort of thing he would know well what about all the people who work at NASA if NASA are capable of this sort of thing they would know the guy who makes the bolts wouldn't have we're not all about the guy who makes the bolts okay then okay all right fine right Brian O'Leary the NASA astronaut who discredits the moon landings was around at the time of the moon landings right right okay there you go right so discredit him well, if he didn't get to go to the moon, I've already said this, he's probably suffering from sour grapes or something. Oh, he's, he's not. Whole, what he's I'm not. saying is he can lie. There's, well, anyone can lie. I mean, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you who is lying. Yeah. Um, when I find his name, oh, yeah. I'll tell you who is lying. Um, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you who is lying, Sean. Um, hang on. Um... I'll tell you, he's like Brian Welsh. Brian Welsh, the NASA spokesman, he's lying. Okay. Was he the only person on this program speaking in favour of the moon landings? He was, and yeah. he and he was the only one saying. He was the only one who had been edited. Hang on, let me say, yeah. he was the only one who was going. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. Everyone else, look, yeah. it didn't happen because X, Y, Z. This proves this. This proves so, it. And he's sitting there saying, look. The moon landings happened. Yeah. Do you um, not accept at all that this program was biased? It wanted to say it's a conspiracy. Okay, theory. I have a. You're saying that, right? Yeah. I have a very interesting quote from from Brian Walsh uh-huh. to throw at you. But d- without answering my question. Okay. I um, 
I think I think it's sensationalist TV. Yeah. Um, I think that they are sort of um, saying um, this. I think I don't think they're they're saying this. This this is fact. This is you know the moon landing didn't happen, and this is what I think. What they're saying is these people have come forward with evidence to 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 back up their case. We're going to show it to you. I think if, um, I'll be honest, if more people um, believe that moon lanes didn't happen, maybe they would have more people on there in support of it. Okay. But the, the, for, for me, watching this show, um, it was, as you say, sensationalist. It was very clearly, and unashamedly so, it wasn't trying to hide it, it's about telling you how it could be a hoax. Yes. And it was, you know, you've got to bear in mind, and I'll come to this as well, but when these programmes, they're, they're targeting a specific audience mm -hmm. and they will edit the things that, like, chop and choose what they want to show of someone speaking rather than show them everything. So this NASA guy who's in favour of it... you. He looked like he didn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And I could see that he's probably been sat there having to just constantly being question after question after question after question, everything about it. And they've just taken the bits where he doesn't care anymore. There's no, it's like, there's no passion. There wasn't. But you don't know that there wasn't any passion throughout his interview. You were getting the snippets that make a good programme. Mm. I, I, I think he's just, he just uh, doesn't... I th I, th I think what's happened is he's had this discussion so many times with so many people and, uh, you know, it is, it is a, a common theory that the moon landing didn't happen and I think he's just reached the point of I can't keep up this charade for much longer. I'm, I'm tired with it. Okay, so here are, uh, is the next section, okay? These are the reasons why we couldn't go to the moon, Okay. Number one, it was determined by NASA. By NASA, okay? Do that... your best Donald Trump impression <laughs> <laughs> The hand movement and everything. <laughs> that there was a zero point... Okay, it was determined by NASA that there was a 0.0017% chance of getting to the moon and back safely, which is a little bit like one success in 1,000 attempts. Okay. okay? When? And NASA claims to have done it successfully six times. When did that percentage come out? Was it when they were starting the programme? Was it when they was about to launch the first rocket? I don't know. No, Do you we know? don't know. No, I don't know. But this, well, is, the problem. No, this is the problem with the programme. It lacks context. That percentage was probably... Blimmin' accurate. That's probably the odds they were against. That's probably why, yeah. when they were saying, look, it's so extraordinary what we're going to set out and do. Look, honestly, this is the, this is the chance it's going to happen. Right. Right? By the end of it, by the time they're getting all the technology together, they're really pushing, getting Hang companies on. Right. together. All the technology so, together. There's less technology in, in that, that rocket than you have on your phone. Right. Yeah, you say you're getting all the technology together. Yeah, they had to get a, a there, long way. There, there wasn't a lot of technology there. That's a very sweeping statement. Well, there, like There's I say... a hell of a lot of technology there. It's just that a lot of the technology is in like hardware and the rockets itself uh, controlling uh, ascent and things like that rather than the computer controlling it. 
that's the only switch. So, no, they didn't have much computational technology, <laughs> but their mechanics they certainly did. So what you're saying is that NASA's claim that there was a 0.001% chance of getting I'm to the moon and back for, safely... I'm asking for context. Oh, which okay. the show does not give. They, they, they said this. They said this. I'm, get, I'm At some point you're during... So you're guessing. <laughs> I'm assuming... They said this at some point during the um, the lead up. Well, uh, it, it could it could have been when they first decided when uh, when Kennedy first yeah. said we're going to go to the moon. Yeah. They could have said, look, you know, they they knew what technology they had, and they they have said, look, this isn't going to happen. And and then how, how many years was it between uh, Kennedy saying that and them actually going? Do you know? Uh, he said. Uh... Within the next, by the end of the next decade or something like that, okay. or within a decade. So I, I don't know whether. So even if it was less than even ten if it was, years, I'm going to guess. Okay, so less than ten years. Now you know how quick technology is advancing now, and how quick you know. You read out in your nerd's bludge how many space things have happened in the past month. Mm-hmm. This was brand new te- te- uh, territory. NASA couldn't even get a rocket off the ground. Okay, when when they were trying to get rockets off the ground, they were exploding constantly. That my guess is that is at the time when they said this percentage. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then all of a sudden, they they suddenly managed to get six of them to the moon I, and back successfully. Can I just ask for this all of a sudden statement? If you look at everything in the one instance when it first occurred, you can say all of a sudden to absolutely everything. At some point in history, all of a sudden, somebody lit a fire. Okay? And we suddenly discovered fire. But it happened all of a sudden. How did it happen so quick? There was a storm, a lightning strike. Look, it it happens. It, It has to happen at some point. All of a sudden, this guy's invented the wheel. All of a sudden. It's the first one. Well, yeah. Well, there it, was a first Absolutely. All, so, at some point... And then it's set on fire. At some point, NASA is going to be able to launch a rocket. Yes. It, yeah, the first time it happens, if you take that I'm not, one time on the I'm not you questioning, say, all of a sudden, I'm not they got que- up into space. I'm not questioning the fact that they managed to launch a rocket. Right. I'm questioning the fact that they've gone from not being able to launch a rocket at all to... Being able to launch a rocket and land it safely on the moon. But that didn't happen. That didn't, bring it it back. wasn't one, one go. Oh, right, we're finally up. Just send it to the moon, lads. It didn't happen. They had loads of launches. It's Apollo 11. Yeah. There were 10 missions before that that were either just going around the moon. They slowly built up to it. There was no all of a sudden about it. Well, they, they, they went around the moon rather than land on the moon. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the earlier missions would go around the moon. So one was just a straight out... One orbit, not even an orbit, one like loop around the moon, back. Use its gravity to get you back. And then they would fall into the next mission, fall into orbit around the moon. And then after I like your round, orbit. <laughs> been, been round once or twice, then you do a burn to get you back to Earth. Because you're learning each time you do it. By the time you get to Apollo 11, mm-hmm. you're then landing on the moon. Yeah. So it's not, not all of a sudden. Uh, I don't know. What, I, you I don't agree it. that they did these earlier missions? That we landed on the moon. Yeah. Seth, uh, well, okay. Okay, this second reason yeah. could also argue against your other theories right. that we've been orbiting the moon okay. before landing on it. 
Do you know what the Van Allen belt is? Okay, yes I do. They're belts, by the way, and it's important that they are belts. Well, we'll right. come to that. There are two of them. There are they're two. like they're like donut-shaped uh, areas of radiation. Technically, there are four. There's two okay, on each side. Okay, right, yeah, but if you accept they're donuts. Oh yeah, well they're sort of semicircles. The, the belts themselves. Okay, the uh, Van Allen belts. Right, they are 500 miles above the Earth, okay? And they are thousands of miles thick. Only the Apollo missions to the moon, okay, have attempted to pass through. False. The protect... False. Uh, so the Van Allen belts actually uh, compress and expand all right. the time. Quite regularly, the IIS... The IIS... Like the, ISS, IIS is something used to host websites. The ISS is regularly uh, within the Van Allen, Van Allen belt. It, and so are several of our satellites. And guess what? Oh, the satellites aren't manned. Yeah, I know, but the International Space Station is. And those is. astronauts are fine. The protection for the astronauts was the space capsule itself, which had six-inch lead shielding, and their spacesuits, which were made up of fiberglass Aluminium fibres and silicone rubber. Okay. Now, as if travelling through 500 miles of space radiation with what essentially amounts to no protection at all wasn't enough, if there happens to be a solar storm, the radiation is increased by up to 1,000 times. Apollo 16 coincided with one of the most intense solar storms ever. And to add some perspective here, if you go for an x-ray at the hospital or the dentist... The radiation is released for seconds, okay? But the uh, the doctor or the nurse or the dentist, whatever, will still hide behind a shield or they will leave the room. Mm -hmm. But you, you stay in there. You stay in there. Because you're getting x-rayed. You're yeah. getting x-rayed. And that's, that's for they, a second. She, they go yeah. out for a second. Yeah. They don't want to be exposed to it. They're exposed yeah. to x-rays all day long, though, if they stay now, in there. Now, 500... Yeah, but that's, that's still less than the amount they would be exposed to if they were travelling through 500 yeah. miles of... Uh, was it? It's 500 miles above the Earth, and it's thousands of miles thick. Yeah. So they would still be exposed to less radiation in a day than an astronaut would be exposed to in an hour travelling through the Van Allen belts. But as I've stated, these belts flex and move mm -hmm. and the International Space Station regularly is within the inner Van Allen So belt. you're saying this radiation is completely safe? Uh, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that at all. Let me tick something off my bingo card. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying... Right. <laughs> now, what, what I am saying... I, I concede I concede that radiation oh. at any level is dangerous. Right. What I am saying, though, is that not all areas of the Van Allen belts are as heavily radiated as others. That okay. The Apollo missions, actually, on the evidence that I've read online, they know about the Van Allen belts. They send them through uh, when that, the path to the moon is at its least radioactive. Irradiated. Fine, this radiated. Irradiated. And it's not as dangerous as what this this show was saying. Oh, you need three foot, three foot. These, this, this, you say this show. These are scientists who I, know what they're talking about. Yeah. You're you're a software engineer. 
who knows more than the people on this? Program? Clearly not. You no, know. You know they... what Google tells you. What do you know, though? You, you're just, I know what they've Google, told me. Google is written by scientists. Really? Yeah, Wikipedia. I, I just said Google is written by scientists. <laughs> the, the websites, you know, they're science journalists. You love a journalist, an investigative journalist. They're, I've got one are, on here, Sean. They are, what they say is gospel. And the investigative journalism oh, that I've been re- reading, it says, Van Allen, as I say, the astronauts on the International Space what, what Station... What's that investigative journalist called... Um, the, uh, do, 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 yeah, do, do, look do. for his name again. Someone Welsh. Oh, Will. Um, um, Bart Sibrell. That's not I, Welsh. I don't know. The, no, the guy... probably doesn't count. The guys on the International Space Station, just to discredit this in its entirety, they go through the belt. They're fine. Oh. One, a couple of them been up there for, like, they stayed a year up there, yeah. Russian and the US guy. They're fine. But you don't know what the long-term effects are. Right, so maybe there's long-term effects. Yeah. There's, but they can still go but, through okay. the belts. So why is that radiation safe, but the radiation, some of the radiation on Earth is not? No, no I'm, not, I'm not saying it's safe. I never said it's safe. You did! You no. said they've been up there no. for a year and they're fine. They're fine, Yes. Obviously, right, if you spend, I don't know, let's say three years in it, yeah, then you've probably got a problem. The moon missions don't take that long. And you're passing through it. The moon itself isn't in one of these belts. No, it's on the other side of it. Once you're on the moon, you're fine. But you've got to get there. Yeah, you've just got to get there. You're speeding through it. You're not really getting, but you're still, okay. You go through the radiation. We get radiation when we go through x-rays and stuff. We're fine. We do, but that's for a second. and And it's not a constant bombardment. It, you know, but if this, you get hit by radiation, right? Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's look at it on an atomic level for a second. Oh, I didn't okay? have that one on there. I wish <laughs> I did. <laughs> now the radiation. Let's say the radiation hits your skin and it takes off an atomic layer of your skin. Okay. If you're sitting still, it's bombarding your radi- your skin for a second in the X-ray room, and then that's it. If you're travelling through it, it's the friction is scraping the skin off your body. What on earth are you talking about? You're, it's not just a case of the radiation hitting you, it's a case of you moving through it. So instead of it travelling at five miles an hour, right. it's travelling yeah. at five miles plus me, your travelling speed. Let me speed, tell you... Your velocity. Why you're a little bit wrong there anyway. Okay. These, um, these rays... Thank you. ...are travelling at... Pretty much light speed, just under light speed. Well, they you're, can't go at light speed. You're not... saying that when you go towards them, they come towards you, yes. that speed is increased. Mm. It isn't, otherwise that would mean that they're going beyond light speed, which they cannot do, as you've just stated. Okay. So actually, but the fact can... that you're travelling towards them, they're travelling towards but you... But it can increase... I mean, this is, this is something that intrigues me, and I love this subject Mm-mm. about light speed and things. But if they're travelling at... This is getting into the into the realms of quantum. If they're travelling at, um, say, five miles, for the sake of argument, five miles an hour below light speed, right? You're travelling five miles an hour towards them, right? They can't hit light speed, but can't they hit another four miles an hour on top of what they are? So they're just like one mile an hour below light speed, or half a mile an hour below light speed. I don't Using no, simple I mean, numbers. I guess if we went simpler numbers, you've got 10 miles an hour going that way, 5 miles an hour coming this way, you're hitting at 15 miles yes. an hour. Yeah, I agree with that. But we're not talking about simple numbers. It's bizarre, though, because, I mean, physics is I physics. Agree, if it... But, yeah, physics doesn't allow 
for you to break the speed of light, apparently. But that's just bizarre. I mean, it, it should. If, if something is travelling at you at the speed of light and you're travelling at it at five miles an hour, it should you should hit each other at speed a speed of light, of light plus, plus five miles, miles an hour. hour. Yeah, but you don't. That's just and why? Because Einstein broke the world, the universe. Einstein wrote it on a Why blackboard. won't you bite? Um, okay. um, so anyway, so that that just is what you described there of because you're traveling fast through space makes it worse. It doesn't. Traveling fast lim- limits your um, uh, your openness to this radiation, um, and uh, it has been proved with bodies. That it's just not as if you stay up there, yeah, you're gonna have some very harmful effects, but you're not staying up there, you're getting through it quick. So, even when the there's a solar storm, even when Apollo 16, apparently, I, I haven't looked into the solar storm bit because and it wasn't on the video I was told to watch. It was all of the, this information I've the got. Solar storm, yes, I completely missed the they, solar they, storm they, one. they said because I made sure that you had the same information that I had so that. It was a fair thing. You couldn't say, oh, well, you didn't tell me that. Apollo 16. Apollo 16. Um, if there's a solar storm, uh, the radiation is increased by up to 1,000 times. So let's say the ISS is travelling through the belt yeah. at the time of a solar storm yeah. and the radiation is increased 1,000 times. Mm-hmm. You're saying that has will have no effect on them at all? I'm, I'm not saying... I mean, that has, I isn't there been instances where NASA has told the astronauts stay away from one side of the, the space station where they've said, look, you need to stay, stay the other side? I, I'm not aware of that for radiation purposes. They but they have ever, done it in they, the past. They don't, no, no, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm not aware that they get told to move for radiation. I don't think there's anything they can do about radiation. But they have been told stay on the other, for, for the next 24 hours, stay on the other so side of the space like station. Meteorites and space debris and stuff. And radiation. No, I'm, I'm not sure. You're not aware that's of it. The case. So I don't believe that's you, the case. They don't so have radiation. You don't believe it's They don't the have case. that sort of radiation protection on board. What you would do if you were going out into deep space, the idea is you'd have um, like a room and ideally uh, water yeah. um, in the walls uh-huh. and that will protect you against radiation. Don't have any of that on the International Space Station. No, they do have an inflatable area though, don't they? Right. They go in water. Hold on, let me tick something <laughs> off of the uh, state's irrelevant fact. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they. I've lost. I've lost my my trail. You're talking about water. Um, So I I disagree that that they get told on space station. Oh, there's a radiation warning. Go to. But there there are times where they'll say go to the other side of the station for some reason. Meteorites. Okay, so it could happen if if the radiation. Okay, not the radiation. If the radiation, if there was a solar storm and the radiation was increased by a thousand times, wouldn't they say, "Oh, look, you know, at least in the very least, can't you accept that they would say, look, to be safe." Stay on the other side of the space station no, for the next. because there's zero protection. It, radiation doesn't literally would have to come across a lead wall or heavy water wall. Right. To but, but you're it's... saying you're saying that if you've got the space station yeah. and the radiation is sort of engulfing the space, but what if you've got the, no, like no, the space no, no, station? Even if it's come from one side, it's going to go through that space station like no one's business. But what if what if the space station? Okay, for the sake of the listeners. 
imagine a space station is like a rectangle, okay? And you're looking at the rectangle face on, so not end on, but face on. And the radiation is coming from you, and it's going over the one side of the space station. So the left side of the rectangle isn't being touched by the radiation. But that's where your statement is just wrong. Because Why? I agree what you're saying. It's hitting the right side of the space station. And not the left. And it's not directly, it's not coming from the left side. But that radiation is going through that space. It's all open space. It's going straight through that space station and out the other side. Yes, through the other side. But this side of the, this end of the space station hasn't been touched. because No, of course it has. No, it hasn't. Do I need to draw you a diagram? Are you are you saying that this is very very, like the the radiation's that thick and it's hitting there and the space station's here. The radiation, however huge the radiation wave is, it has an edge to it. Yeah, there's radiation here and there's none here, right? And the radiation is going forwards. Yeah. So to one side of you know. This, this is all, it's like the sea. I, I understand what you're saying. Okay. That scenario just doesn't exist. It's Why? Because it's coming from the sun. It's like solar radiation. It's bathing the earth. It isn't going a little bit up there, a little bit down there. It, it, it doesn't... No. Even if it but, comes from a solar flare, it would have to come in the direction of the earth. By the time it gets to the earth, it's, it's going in such a wide... Okay. Theorise with me, Okay. If there was an if there was an edge to the radi if the radiation edge right was in line with half the space station, would half the would they be told go to the other side because there's no radiation over there? Um, you can't keep stopping to tick things well, off. The trouble is, you are you are. Describing a scenario that doesn't exist, okay. but that I understand. So I would say, yeah, okay, in the way you're describing, it would make sense to move to one <laughs> Don't place. Don't do that face. In the way you're describing, it would make sense to move to the other side of the space station. Yeah. But that is impossible. It does not exist. Theorise with impossible. me. Just agree with me so that I can say, right, so you agree. No, no. In fact, this, this, this is completely a tan on tangent to what I was saying. Well, that, well, I said, you know, I was just curious to, to see, you know, to find some explanation, middle ground here. But the fact of the matter is, this says that we couldn't go to the moon because the, the astronauts couldn't go through all that radiation. And that's that. Well, it's wrong because of what I've just said about space. You're wrong. Sta no, oh, no, because I've used, I've got an example that's happening right now. There's people on the space station. They're going to Van Allen belts. Your point is about the Van Allen belts. But they're You not... can go safely through the Van Allen belts. I don't think you can. And as for the, uh, again, and I'll question the source material here, this, uh, the, the flare yeah. uh, with Apollo 16, yeah. fair enough. But did they say whether or not they were in the Van Allen belts when that flare went off? Or were they on the moon? Was it when they just launched from it, Earth? At what point during the mission did this flare happen? It or says, was it just a year where there was a lot of activity, therefore we're assuming there was activity on the time there was in space? Apollo 16, the, the Apollo 16 mission coincided with one of the most intense solar storms ever. Where were they, though? This is, this is kind of my point. They so, were on the way to the moon. They were travelling through the Van Allen belt. Earth is obviously uh, protected by the, um, the yeah. magnetic field. Yeah. Were they within the magnetic field? 
No, they weren't on the moon, on Earth. They were travelling to the moon. Right, but were they still within the magnetic field? How far does the magnetic field stretch? I don't know. So quite, no. quite a long... Well, you don't know that. You're just assuming I because I can't say unequivocally... Well, hang on. If I can't say unequivocally, you you say, oh, well... No, 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 no. I can't say it either. I'm just asking for more detail. Yeah, because well, I've I, given I, you the detail. I'm just Are you arguing with me? In the same way you question the facts that you're given about the landings happen, take some time to question the, the facts about how they didn't happen. I did, and we'll come to that later, because yeah. I'm going to throw you a bone. I don't need a bone. Blimmin' happened. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't. Um, okay, next, um, the harsh environment. On the moon, it is minus 250 degrees in the shade and 250 degrees not in the shade. My notes were awful. I remember them saying that, and I didn't um, um, written anything for this one. So... Uh, how how did they cope with that? Well, I'm told it's the suits. Yeah, I was told it's the suits, but he also said that there's no way those suits could have yeah. put up with that sort of... NASA says those suits can. Well, the specialists, the scientists... NASA's say... pretty special. Well, apparently not, because uh, Brian O'Leary, the NASA astronaut, yeah. says that the moon landings didn't happen. And you're yeah. like, oh, well, it's only NASA. Oh impersonates me with generic I am stupid voice. <laughs> um, I can't believe you've actually got that. Um, <laughs> oh. So, uh, yeah, as I've said, I'm, I'm already discrediting this astronaut. And uh, no, to be fashion, I could be wrong. Mm. Sounds like sour grapes to me. He didn't get the job he wanted. I could, he, sour grapes someone, on your part. No, someone can just keep saying bad things. Why aren't all the astronauts saying this? They're intelligent people. Well, the thing is, I mean, I I bet if you go on YouTube, right, and you actually looked, because I stopped with, I found this documentary ages ago and I thought that's brilliant. But if you actually, you know, go on there, I'm sure that you'll find other astronauts. I mean, as I say, those other astronauts did and and they're dead. You know, he he, he discredited it. He testified and... A week later, he died, and all of his information went missing. Right, and they killed the other two astronauts for giggles. That that other thing um, was uh, in the capsule yeah. when it set on fire. Yeah. Um, maybe they all you know, were querying maybe, it. Maybe, but the show didn't say that. It said this guy was querying it, and then they've gone and killed Yeah, well, it, it's, so but it also says 15% of the astronaut corps died mysteriously so maybe they were all going to blow the whistle. They were all told you you can't talk about this. And they've all and on those ones said, "Well, no, that's that's not on." Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's, we're we're both we're both saying maybe maybe. I my problem with this whole uh, temperature thing is it is their word against NASA's word. It literally it you know we we're doing spacewalks right now. You've got the same temperature variations doing a spacewalk. The suits haven't changed that much. You've still got heating systems and cooling systems. They go out, do a spacewalk. But they're slightly closer to Earth. And? Oh, it's warm on Earth. Irrelevant. <laughs> I only get one tick. Yeah, I'm only ticking it <laughs> off once. It's, you know, we do, it, a lot of the time when they're questioning this stuff, it's... But it's stuff we do... But you see, all, all the time, everything I say, 
you, you're just because I don't have the ins and outs. You're just going to say, "Well, what's the context?" No, no, I didn't say that about this one though. Uh, makes a comparison between scenario being discussed with unrelated scenario. <laughs> in this in this instance, you've said, you've said that before. You might have differently. They are quite similar, but no, they're different. Don't worry. <laughs> the um, in. I, I understand the content. I understand the point that's being made. It's a fair point. The temperature range is ridiculous. But they have done moonwalks um, in orbit. I'm pretty sure they've done moonwalks before they even got to the moon. Mm. Um, I think the Russians might have done a, a moonwalk. Um, their suits had to deal with this stuff. This, you know, the, the, f- the first guy who did the, um, the, the space jump uh, went up in the balloon... Right. Um, he had a tear in his glove. Yeah. And he didn't tell. It was, I think, it was on the thumb, and he didn't. He didn't radio down because he didn't want them to abandon to yeah. abort the mission. Now he had no insulation over his thumb, and he had. I don't know if he had uh, gases like escaping mm-hmm. from. But I mean, he had no insulation, and he was okay. Yeah, and you've also got to remember that your body. Despite having one part exposed, your body's still generating heat. There's the first man on the International Space Station to touch space. He put his thumb over that uh, drilled hole to stop the atmosphere escaping. Oh, right. He's credited as the first person to touch space. Right. He was completely exposed to space on that small part yeah. of his thumb. It didn't freeze off because he's still got blood behind it that's right. keeping it warm. You know if you've got a key with a hole in it and you push your um, thumb on the hole of the key, you end up with like a, a pretend yeah, blister. Yeah, I imagine he had a... Yeah, uh, like a pretend I, blister. I can only guess he must have done. But, I mean, you would think, considering that we are mostly space, like right, on an okay. atomic level, right. why didn't it suck any... Why didn't the vacuum suck, suck any of the blood out of his thumb? Because the the uh, the amount of skin that was exposed was it a tiny was, hole? A tiny hole. Okay, so um, there's more pressure on there. Well, it was the strength of his skin is stronger than the vacuum than the vacuum for that okay. amount of space. If he had his whole thumb out, maybe yeah. he would have had a problem. I don't know. It might have got stuck in the hole. Well, yeah, I imagine it would swell on the other side, Ooh. and then you wouldn't be able to put Ooh. it in. Yeah. Oh. No, bad, 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 bad. Okie dokie, right, so uh, we'll move on to the next uh, section, which is um, the uh, the evidence um, as submitted by the video proper. Uh, we'll start with the LEM, okay, the Lunar Excursion Module, and we're going to start with the design of the Lunar Excursion Module. Now, Neil Armstrong, before uh, they filmed the uh, fake moon landing at Area 51, Neil Armstrong was practising to use the LEM in controlled conditions on Earth, but he failed every time. According to the moon landing footage, he and his successors managed to land it perfectly in the harsh conditions of the moon with reduced visibility, reduced gravity, first Time. I love this one. Right. Now, the LEM was designed with one engine underneath, right in the middle, and two small thruster jets on the top, one on each side. If the person aboard the LEM moved even slightly, the LEM would become unbalanced and the pilot would lose control. So how did he manage to land it perfectly? And how did all the others manage to land it Explain to me how Earth 
is a controlled environment. I know. Also, I, the Namoon. I did query this myself. Mm. I think what they mean is they know what to expect. They can ju- they can look at the wind. They know like what the conditions are going to be, things like that. I ideally they would have done it like in a in a large barn or something, where they could control, keep the wind out and things. But they did it outside. It's a good job. He went three hundred feet up. And then he lost control. Earth is absolutely not a controlled environment for the reasons you just said. You've got wind, you've got atmospheric pressure. Uh, and, you know, to for this program to say, oh, the safe controlled environment of Earth against the inhospitable, envi- uh, dangerous environment of the moon... There's no frick like gravity. Um, there's no atmosphere on the moon to contend with. You've got no winds. It's actually much easier to land on the moon than it is to land on Earth. It's easier to essentially fly. Well, not really on the because. Moon. The, sorry. Well, no, go on. Well, the, the moon's gravity is one sixth the Earth's gravity. So is. anything that if they've designed this thruster with the idea that we need to make it work and make it work on Earth then the, the thrust that would be needed for it to land safely on Earth would be six times too strong for it to land safely and, on and the And do you really think that they sent, they would have sent up a limb thinking... A limb. A limb. L-E-M. All right, the limb. They would have sent it up, configured for Earth to land on the moon. They wouldn't have sussed out. They didn't know the moon was six times less gravity than Earth. I don't know if they knew it at the time. Well, of course they knew. Did they? Because it's all based on the mass. Well, it doesn't matter anyway, Gravity's does it? They didn't gra- go. There we are. Gravity is based on mass. They know the mass of the moon. Right. They know the mass of the Earth. Of course they would have So is the moon one-sixth the mass of the Earth? I assume so. I don't know the physics behind it all. I assume so it, it's one-sixth. Because the thing is, I mean, gravity. if you were to look at the moon, are they saying there that it's one-sixth... Is six there are six moons in the Earth, like the Earth is right. six times the size of the Moon. I don't know because you've also got because some of those craters yeah. they might go way through to the other side, meaning you know it's big hollow. Because of the way the Moon orbits the Earth and the distance from the Earth, for the fact that it isn't, or the rate at which it's going away or coming towards yeah. us, will allow you to calculate the mass very accurately. Okay. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in orbit with each other the way we are. We'd have some sort of other orbit. Um, As for uh, how mass and gravity, what the um, correlation is there, I don't know. It might not be a direct correlation. If if you're six times less gravity, you must be six times less the mass. That's probably wrong. I just said that whimsically. Um, Whimsy? You don't do whimsy. In terms of the whole, as I, as I say, it's actually easier, uh, certainly if you've got someone doing the landing from the point of view of doing it, so you're not doing it remotely, you yeah. are there, it's much easier to land on the moon than it is... You say Earth. that, but uh, let's be fair. You are dealing with you're, you're constant, assuming. You're dealing with a constant um, gravity. You know what the gravity is, just like you are on Earth, but there's no atmosphere to contend with, so there's no winds pushing you off course. Reduced light... Is there reduced light? Yep. Reduced how vision. How is there reduced light? Because reduced he's got vision? his visor on, hasn't he? Inside the capsule? Yeah. Of does course he? he has. Does he? Yeah. If you, do we know that? Yes. No, we don't. Well, you don't know what you're saying half the time. I'm, I don't. I imagine he didn't have his helmet on when he's inside the I would lander. have done. I wouldn't take it off. I'd be too... But you, know, you don't know yeah, what's going to happen. 
But if you if you in crash and if you crash and survive in the land, oh, at least I have my helmet on. Now what are you gonna do? Well, you've got no all one's your coming space. down to save you, are they? You're so dead. You'd you'd rather die outright. I think uh, yeah, I think that would probably be the preferred way to go than to slowly suffocate. But you don't know that. Have you seen Space Cowboys? Right. You know right. when Tommy Lee Jones at the end. This isn't a documentary. He dies the on way. the moon. Right. 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 That, that was nice, wasn't it? No. He would have had a very slow. He'd have fallen asleep. No, he'd have he'd have slowly the carbon dioxide would have built up and he'd have slowly fallen asleep. No. Right. Do you, Regardless, I'll give you a pen for your notes there. That's all right. Regardless, um, what was the actual point we're contesting? The whole landing thing. The the uh, um, LEM, the control of the LEM. If this was also the case, it. The astronauts moving on board the space station would be sending it off course all the time. No, because it's in a in a orbit. It's well, not the the the. But they would the be space making it station. spin and. No, they turn. wouldn't. Why not? Because they wouldn't. So why are they in this in this lander? Why are they in the lander? Why are they suddenly sending it off course? Because in the lander, the lander has around? got one rocket in the middle, and that rock for everything for that rocket to be perfectly you know. Yeah. Sort of, uh, what's the word? Perpendicular to the to the surface it's trying to land right. on. Right. It needs to be everything on board needs to be balanced. If something yeah. is heavier to one side, it's going to tilt what? the thing, and then the 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 what? rocket's going to. How do you picture them inside of this LEM module? Do you picture them walking around? No, they're sitting there. They're sitting so if there. so, say, okay, let's they're say strapped in pretty tight. One of them gets an itch. Right. He gets an itchy bum. So he leans to one side to scratch That's his bum sure and they, it, it they are, tilts. They are strapped in into multiple. You're pretty sure. Well, but you would pull me up on this. Yeah, all right, David. You're pretty sure. They're not moving around in such a way that it can alter the course of the entire module. Do you remember um, the Natural History, uh, the Science Museum in London? I don't really remember the science museum. Oh, well. I, I know okay, it exists. There's a coincidence. Been... David, how old was I when I went to this? Like, eight? I don't know, several times. Eight? There was... I remember being there. I don't know any of they the They had a replica of the uh, module, and they had in there, they had mannequins to show how the astronauts, how tight the space was within the, the LEM, and to show how confined and cramped it was, and, you know, that these guys had to be in there for X amount of time. Now, there there is no way that... They they were not strapped in tight. Really? Yeah. The firing rockets, they're not strapped in tight, though. Not that, no. They're, they're not. Well, not tight enough that they can't move slightly and unbalance the ship, you know. If one of the, if one of them sort of leans leans over, you go, oh, look out the window. Leans over, whoosh. right? Okay, I think they're uh, completely off course. We're at odds with how we understand that astronauts work. In my mind, yeah, they don't go to the moon. They're highly trained professionals. Everyone gets know. an itch. Everyone, if you went yeah. to space, yeah. Listen, yeah. you're saying you wouldn't want to look out the window. Right, David, let me go back to one of your other arguments. They're in their big, chunky spacesuits, yeah? Yeah. You think trying to scratch yourself through one of these big... I'd be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. But they're going so to try So you'd have to try anyway. even harder. Yeah. I. Uh, you know when you're shuffling the seat? I, um... 
good, I, I good don't answer. Know, I, really really well, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I, I good. don't. How? Okay. It, 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 I literally, I, 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 I don't know what to say. An astronaut got an itch, therefore, well, or, no or, one can land. Or he could no. Or he could have gone to lean, you know, lean over and look out the window. Here, here, Buzz, look, look at this out this and window. Oh, let's this, have a look. You've got Whey. to bear in mind, this is a manual landing. So what, whatever you do, you're going to have a slight spin. There's space enough to stop you spinning. There's nothing to stop you tilting if, if you've got an automatic, yeah, if you've got a natural tilt going on. But you've got those thrusters. You fire a little bit to compensate and right. bring yourself so, down So why didn't he do any of these things when he was testing it on, on Earth? Earth? But he did. He tried to. He tried to rescue it. It went over and yeah. under, and he had to eject. Yeah, these things crash. They do. Right. So do planes. Yeah. We're still able to fly and land a plane. Not on the moon. Sometimes these things happen. It's all about testing. I don't. I don't know exactly why that one crashed. But to say that Earth's a safer environment well, to then, test it this than guy, when it's to this land guy on. is saying it crashed because um, it was unbalanced. Neil Armstrong I, really sort of mm, led to one side. No, I do not remember him saying it crashed. You, because well, it's you also don't remember them it, talking about it, the solar storms. It crashed because no, they were saying it's an un, it, on the safe environment of Earth. He couldn't land it. They didn't say why that particular crash happened. He managed to eject seconds mm-hmm. before hitting the deck. Mm-hmm. That was all that was said about that. I didn't say oh, I was unbalanced. No, he had an itch. then it cut to the scientists and it said the problem yeah, with did. these LEMs is yeah. that you've, they've got one rocket, one engine in the middle, yeah. two two little thrusters, one on either side, and it's very easy to unbalance them. And if yeah. you unbalance them, you lose control like he did. That those thrusters, especially in space where there's you know there's no atmosphere to contend with so nothing no drag to contend with and they use them when they're doing their um well it's what keeps the space station oriented as well exactly you use you use them to to right yourself to get your pitch right to get your angle right why why is he not able to use it i don't understand he's got the tool there to correct the problem well, he couldn't he couldn't use it right on earth Right, but it's a so, totally different environment. It is Some, a totally I, different environment. You know, I I don't understand. You're gonna you test planes, it crashes during a test flight. Richard Branson's thing, yeah, that went horribly wrong. What thing? Uh, the um, magazine is is space man man space flight, is space plane. Okay. They something went wrong. I don't went, remember. Tell me. In 2014, uh, the pilot engaged the wrong thing. Uh, I think it might have applied some sort of air brake too early. Okay. It obliterated. I think one pilot survived and the other one oh, really? died. Yeah, that's why they went quiet for so many years, trying to work out, prevent that sort of thing from happening. Right. Yet they've gone up again. They have recently, you know, yeah. Yeah, and they're test flights. Unfortunately, yeah. this is why you do test flights. So, but, but, what yeah, Neil Armstrong, Armstrong tested this. It's a test flight. Yeah, and it, it went wrong. Yes. And they went, oh, we'll go to the moon anyway. Oh, what, immediately after that, they're like, oh, it's all right, we'll style it out. We've only got one more. <laughs> it's it's just not the sequence of events that's actually happened. Yes, they did test flights. Yes, that one went wrong. So you're saying eventually they got it right. Yeah, well, they must have done. Well, there's no footage. No, you've not been shown any footage. No, there's a you. big difference. I, didn't, I haven't been looking. I bet you can find a successful landing okay. of that on Earth. I want you to prove this to me by the next episode. Find me a successful landing... 
There's a pen. Use the pen. Lem landing. Use, use the pen. You'll be able to... I'm guessing you won't take moon footage as evidence. No, of course not. No. Because I've seen that footage. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Right. Um, next. The blast crater. The LEM would have used its central engine and its side thrusters to land safely. Oh, it's got side thrusters now. I said it had the two... The two... I thought it was at the top. They are. But they okay. call them thrusters right. on the thing. Just, what, what just double checking they were the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The stabilizers. The t- yeah, whatever. Um, do, 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 uh, so um, it had it, <laughs> blast. Cra- the, the LEM would have used its central engine and its side thrusters to land safely. Yet there is no blast crater. Yes, because it was not performing a suicide burn. So why why was there no blast crater? You say there weren't. If you take what the uh, if you picture so like you yeah if you picture the landing on the moon to be just like one of SpaceX's um, um, rocket boosters right. coming back to work <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they fire at the last minute right a load of energy yeah. And to, you, to slow it down. And you see dust going everywhere. Right. That's a suicide burn. Yep. Okay. It's the most fuel-efficient way of doing it. You burn just as you're about to hit the deck. Right. Okay, so you, you basically drop and then fire exactly. just before you yeah. hit. Right. That's not how they did it when they went to the moon. It's a little bit like halo jumping, when when they release their parachute just before they hit the yeah, water. Yeah, I guess so. The last possible Same, moment. Yeah. yeah, to get up um, the radar. What they did when they went to the moon, their biggest burn... So they're flying around the moon. They're in orbit around the moon. Theoretically. Sure, okay. Their biggest burn is actually to break that orbit. Yep. So that's when they're really high up and they're killing their velocity going sideways, Mm -hmm. which is going to put them on a collision course with the moon. Right. As they're going down to the moon, they will be burning lighter just to kill speed they don't want to stop entirely they just want to get slower and slower right. until they reach the bottom if you watch the video of the proposed landing whatever you want to call it he's actually going pretty slow and that's because he's actually spent most of his energy so the amount of energy required to bring him to a complete stop is tiny so you're not going to be at full thrust but he was falling to the to the ground of course he was yes yeah, slowly because he's burnt most of his, he's got rid of most of his speed. But if he's dropping at thirty meters a second, yeah. he's not going to want to fire a rocket that can accelerate him to three hundred meters a second. He's going to have he's going to have the amount of thrust coming so, out very low. So even okay, so but there was thrust even if it was of very low. Of course, there'd be a bit. Okay, of thrust. so considering that this the moon. Uh, we are led to believe that the moon dust is very fine. Yeah. And, and, sorry? Regolith. That's what the moon dust is. Okay. In in simple terms, it's very fine Very dust. fine, very sharp. Yes, because it's like glass. If they, yeah. Yeah. So, it's very fine. And the, combine that with the fact that the gravity is one-sixth of the Earth. It wouldn't take much to make this um, dust, you know... How, how heavy is it? The dust. It's not. It's not dust like when you go around hoovering your house. It's very light. It's sand. It, it's, it's very fine. Light. Very fine sand. Very fine. Is sand. it? Yes. 
I mean, it is effect- in my mind. It's the rocks are not sand. The, the rocks so are like rocks. Sand's quite heavy. Well, it depends what sort of sand. You know, you've got right. coarse sand, you've got beach sand, you've right. got clay car like um, sand pit sand. It takes a fair bit of wind to well, not, blow sand about. I mean, you look at you look at the sandstorms. You know, in yeah. in uh, no, the desert. Wind. But the sand is very fine. There are times that sand you see sand blowing with very little wind like if it's just on the top of a yeah. so I, I think that based on what you've said there would have been enough force being exerted from this um, thruster even if it was a tiny little thrust right. there would still have been enough to cause some disturbance okay but there's it's not, not evidence it's, the... it's not going to form a crater it's not going to cook anything okay would it would it have been enough to put some um, moon dust on the feet to blow some moon dust onto the feet of the them. There's a reason why it wouldn't do that. Okay, go on then. Um, so the expectation here is, let's say you do disturb some of the um, sand, regolith, whatever it is, on the moon. That goes up. Yep. And it's going to take a while to come back down. Right. It will. You'll be landed. By the time it does come back down, it's going to settle on your legs. That's yes. what they're saying. Yes. But it's not going to fly straight up. You've got a plume coming down yep. to uh, your landing engine. Mm-hmm. That is pushing the dust down and out. Right. So much like a helicopter landing. So you would, you would have something of a crater. You wouldn't have a crater. You would have a surround. When a helicopter lands, is there a crater? Well, no, it's, it's not creating a... a uh, there's not a plume going in straight down is it it's, it's just causing a draft when a harrier jet lands is there a crater if it lands on the moon or on sand it can't land on the moon no so um, no one can land on the moon but if it landed on on sand you would have little indentations yes you would you would have like not little indentations but you would have you would have a very clear essentially a crater but that's having to blow out at much more force. But it was your argument. Yeah. You said Harrier Jet. Yeah. I've said yes, there would. And okay. now you're saying, well, no, but that's yeah. different. Like, all right. Bit of a crappy example. I Very. Have you got that on your box? No, I don't. David wins an argument. Print your own bingo card up. The My point is that the force blowing... Oh, right, we're back to the crater, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're, you're, I mean, no, there, it, it there goes hand in hand. It would the, have... the, the force isn't that that excessive. You are literally having to compete with one-sixth the Earth's gravity, mm. which isn't that much. Gravity is a very weak force. Okay, this, this, is, this is what you think. And against the speed that you're actually descending at. If, if they've already burnt most of their speed... They need even less force to just get rid of the last bit before they land. But it's, it's not just that... They're, they're, say they've reduced their speed by uh, X amount. They will still be building up speed when they stop um, using the, the, the engine to decelerate because there is still one-sixth of the Earth's gravity. So it will take... It will be six times less powerful. The speed they're... Um, acceleration will be six times slower than it would have been on earth but they would still be gathering speed again as soon as they yeah. stop decelerate stop that exhaust yeah so by the time they land 
there I'm would have saying, been I'm some. Not, yeah, I'm not saying they turn off the engine and wait to land because they'll probably break something. Exactly. But they're going to be going so slow. You can watch when you watch the video. Mm-hmm. He's travelling very slow. He even nearly runs out of fuel. They travel very slow throughout the whole thing, Sean. They slow it all down. Mm. But okay, we're going to come to that later. We're going to come to that later. We're still on the LEM. Right, okay. Why, um, when the LEM launched off the moon, yeah. why was, incidentally, that last thing about the feet having no dust on yeah. it? I, I'm still completely not, you know, I, I think... Well, how, right. how do you think, right, you've got this thing firing down, mm-hmm. how do you think that the dust goes up? No, I agree with you. It, it'll, it'll, go, it'll be like in a... In a circle, like it why would it? No, right. The th- the reason it wouldn't be in a circle is because there's no atmosphere. It's going to go out and keep going out. That so, that phenomenon you see of right. like little twirls yeah. when helicopters, Harrier jets, stuff like that. That's all because of the atmosphere. Okay, okay. In that case, but even so, they still would have. Ha- Are you saying they they turned the engine off before they actually settled on the ground? I, I don't know. I don't okay. know whether because they can be at a certain height and then it's like it's safe for the suspension to take well, it or whether I, they would have just had a very light burn. I still believe that that they should have had, even if the, the LEM was six inches off the ground when they turned the engine off, there would still have been dust that had been blown into the air so when... But no air. Up, up into, the the, into the environment, yeah. off the ground... So that when um, the LEM landed, this other stuff would still be slowly falling back to the ground. So it still would have had, it would have had some, I'm not saying piles and piles of dust, but I'm saying there would still be a bit. I don't understand how that bit physically can get back to the LEM. The force will be driving it Outwards, but you're but if it was a very strong force, it would no, not be if it's a very, very strong force. If it, what, how is it going to get back past even a minor bit of thrust? How is it managing it? What's sending it back in our direction? No, what nothing. It's still, you've got the middle, right? Yeah, as it lands, say it's six inches over the ground, off the yeah. ground, and then it's still blowing little bits up, right? right? Those little bits have got to get past the legs because the legs are hanging down, right. So some of that gra- that sand, that um, dust, is going to hit the leg. It's going to, as it's shot off to the side, it's going to make contact with the leg. And right. it's going to stop travelling out okay, to the if side. It's, if it's firing at a force that would send it out... Well, one-sixth the gravity. Against... Yeah, but it's about your speed. One-sixth the gravity, <sighs> and, you know, we're using X amount of force. We're using enough force to cushion the landing. So I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that you know it, that oh god I can't keep going around in circles. This would have happened. Okay, I'm gonna say this wouldn't have happened. Let's move on. No, no, no the the this this the soil the dust would have gone out to the side, but there is no reason to say that it would have kept going forever and ever. I didn't say it would go forever. No. And ever. But with the legs there, it should have. Some of it would have hit the legs and would have, you know, been sort of dropped down onto the feet. Okay. It would have done. I don't understand, you know, why you won't accept that. It's. I mean, it's very simple. We can do an experiment. <laughs> 
I didn't put that one on the uh, bingo card. What one? Demeaning. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, the launch of the LEM at the end of the mission. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the mission, the LEM uh, blasts off. The lunar excursion module blasts off from the moon's surface. Why is there no visible exhaust fl- um, plume? Uh, there is a separate... I'll tell you why, because it, it's lifted up with cables. There is a separation charge between the landing module, the, so the feet and the bit that the astronauts sit in. Mm-hmm. That charge uh, goes off. It's enough to push the ascent module up with an immediate and constant speed, like very slowly yeah. slowing down because of the gravity. Um, no, Because it doesn't appear to be accelerating. It literally goes up, like yeah. uh, as you say, something being pulled up. Um, it gives time for the orbiter to actually manoeuvre into the position it needs to be because it has to. It needs to get into orbit. It's not just going straight up. Right. It has to get into an orbit so that it can meet up back with the rocket's going to bring it home. Right. So it has to be spl- uh, burning sideways. If you just burn up immediately, mm-hmm. your 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 trajectory is going to be bonkers by the time you're trying to turn sideways and also get into orbit. So the charge gives it its initial uh, lift and then little manoeuvre with the uh, thrusters and then you fire your rocket to get back into orbit. Yeah, so you're, you're saying that there was no need for a plume. The, 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 the reason w- there was no plume is because they didn't fire the exhaust. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to um, argue with it. I'll, I'll accept that, that okay. argument. It does, you accept that it does look like, you know, it's it been looks weird. With cables. Yeah. But okay. okay. Um, who uh, the other the other question I have the the cameras they had were chest mounted. Yes. So who filmed the uh, the LEM blasting off? It's an interesting question. That. Um, I don't know. Oh, sorry. Have, 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 have you tried looking it up? No, I, I thought I'd ask you. I thought, I thought you might have... They didn't query... I, I've literally gone for what they queried and what I remember okay. them querying from the show. So you didn't they, go the extra mile is what you're saying? Uh, no, I did not. I only watched it on Friday. I gave it to you like six months ago. No, you didn't. We've been talking about doing this episode uh, for ages. Yeah, but... I told you about this programme ages ago. But we, you didn't send me the video after telling me we was doing this episode when, until sometime last week. When did you ask me for it? When did I ask you for yeah. it? After the last episode? No. Yeah. No, yeah, you said no. you were going to send it to I me. said I sent it to you. Yeah, and you didn't. But when did you anyway, say... Anyway, let's continue. Let's, let's talk about the moon stuff, because... Uh... Whatever. Um, okay, so you don't know who filmed that. Right, okay. I imagine it's awesome. Right, let's move, on to, let's move on to the film footage. Um, why is it grainy? Go on, oh, that one. What were you going to say? No, I thought you was going on to the evidence that actually had me thinking, ooh. Anyway... Film fit footage, why is it grainy? Yeah. That first video. The uh, photos are brilliantly clear. The yeah, film is they really say grainy. it's because it's a live feed. Um, it wasn't a recording, it's a live feed that's been sent via the satellites back to okay. Houston. Because what I heard from the filmmaking expert mm-hmm. was that it, they f- were filming a, a showing of a film. So they, they filmed the, the stuff, mm-hmm. then they projected it on the projector. Mm-hmm on a projection screen and they filmed what they were seeing on the screen mm-hmm. and it it's like a copy of a copy of a copy yeah, so eventually it, it deteriorates yeah. and that's why okay good yeah, I'm, it... 
Um, the uh, the LEM, we, uh, there's film footage of the LEM landing from inside the cockpit, and we can hear um, Neil Armstrong and Mission Control mm. talking. Yeah. Why can we not hear the LEM engines? Noise cancelling microphones. Oh, is that what it was? But it was filming his voice, recording his voice. That's noise. Yeah, but you've got to bear in mind they've, they've had they have this technology for uh, their fighter jets as well. They've got to be able to communicate. Mm. If you hear this constant rumbling all the time, you can't hear each other. The technology for noise cancelling microphones has been around since the thirties. Yeah. Um, tanks and things like that. You know, they've all got this constant barrage of noise going on. You're trying to talk to someone. Yeah. All they can hear is the engine. But what I, good's that? So the technology to in fighter jets, yeah. they've they've got the microphones. Sorry, um, inside their masks, haven't they? They've got the uh, they put those masks on. They're they're breathing apparatus. Yeah, but they've got the microphone in there. Do they? Yeah, that's why when they take the mask off, it unclips uh, from one well, side. Well, in the movies, I've seen them talking to each other without the masks clipped on. That's that's Hollywood, Sean. Uh, Hollywood. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, the astronauts they, have they, their space helmets. They talk helmet. to each the other without the mask on in Star Trek as well. The astronauts have their space helmets on. Apparently, you've told me. Fair dues. Yep, using my argument. Very good. Now, gravity on the moon, as we've said, is one-sixth the gravity on Earth. When you double the speed of the footage, it's clear that it was filmed on Earth and slowed down um, for the sake of this. This is a matter of opinion. Not just the astronauts, but even the rover that was driving around. With some choice footage of it driving around. So when they're showing it in the the speed it was shot at, yep. which is the moon speed, um, the, uh, the buggy's getting air, and you can see it getting air. When they decide to fast forward... There's no it, air on the moon. Fair point, but the act of getting air... In okay. a vehicle is when your wheels come off the yep. ground, so I'm using it as a verb rather than okay. actually in the air. Um, when they're showing it sped up, you're mm. not seeing it um, rising to the air at all. They don't show you that footage. They're just showing you it of it constantly on the ground. Well, what, we, we could get that footage and just speed it up ourselves. Yeah, let's and, do and, that. Right, let's because do that. I also say that actually, in my opinion, mm -hmm. watching the astronauts at twice the speed of the footage it was originally shot at yeah. looks ridiculous. And you don't see any of the footage of them falling. You don't see the footage of them doing any experiments with gravity to prove that things of equal mass fall at the same speed. Well, it would just it would be exactly as it is, but quicker. No, it's not. Because the feather, for instance, that they... Uh, they take to the moon and drop. Right. It doesn't flutter or anything in an atmosphere. It falls dead. Well, my next can't part, do that on it. My next part of this question is: they double the speed that it was filmed at, mm. allegedly, or they half the speed it was filmed yeah. at to give the you know the, the required results. If the gravity is one sixth Earth's gravity, surely it should be six times slower, shouldn't it? Things should, I guess, the acceleration at which things fall is six times slower per second per second. But if if they, if you sped up the footage that was shot on the moon right. six times, right, played but, it six times faster, it yeah. would look it would look like a, a Benny Hill thing. Yeah, it would because the speed at which their legs can move forward, yeah, under the moon's gravity is very much the speed that the legs move forward on Earth. 
So yeah, it would look ridiculous. You're right. Are you are you arguing for or against this? Um, I, well, what I'm saying is that if um, the moon landing, if the gravity was six times, um, if the gravity on the moon was one sixth the Earth, right. then they should be moving six times slower. No, that's that's not true. Things will fall. Uh, back to the moon. So what you're saying six is six times per second per second slower. So what you're saying is Einstein was wrong. No, it's not what I'm saying. So Einstein no. said time and space. Time and space. Oh, he's getting angry. No. Time and space are one in the same. Let me stop you on the random fact for a second. What I'm saying, you're you're suggesting that. If I want to raise my arm on the moon, mm-hmm. I'm going to raise it six times slower yeah. than on Earth. Yeah. Why Why is my movement suddenly slower on well, the should, moon? No, it should be faster on the moon. It should be faster? Yeah. So where yeah. is this everything should go six times slower coming okay. from? Okay, no, you're right. I was going by the footage. So therefore, right. the footage, if they're, if they're able to move, if, if there's no gravity and there's no resistance, there's six times less gravity... Which means it's six times less resistance. So if they did go to the moon, it doesn't mean it's six times be, less resistance. They will be travelling six no. times faster. No, no, no. It doesn't, not doesn't. slower. Well, hold on. They would fall. So things falling back to the moon. So your footsteps down, mm. or if you jump, you will fall at a slower rate. Yes. Acceleration wise. But you, if, um, you're, if you're running, you'd be running faster because there's well, no friction. No, you wouldn't because if you're running, you're probably gonna hate yourself because you go up into the air and you've got to wait for yourself to come back okay. down because of the amount of force Fair enough. So, so the, the video is fake? No. Because that didn't happen? It's, it's not fake. Um, the resistance comes from the suit as well? No. Not really. Well, yeah, really. On Earth, the suit would be heavier, but on the it's moon... not to do with heavy. It's six it's times... It's about its flexibility. But there's less resistance. Def- but the, the suit still has the, its same resistance. It's not the air resistance on Earth that makes the suit difficult to work in. The main, it's the suit. The main, yeah, but because because of the gravity, the the suit no, is heavy no, because gravity is pulling not it heavy. down. The flexibility of the suit. It's difficult. It's cumbersome to move in the suit. Not because it's heavy. Because of its flexibility, it's not very flexible. Okay. The joints have to be very um, tight not to let stuff in. It's yeah. pumped. Full of, it's got pressurised air in there. That right. makes it difficult to move around. Right. It's nothing to do with the graphi- gravity. Right. So what you're saying is, with regards to my original point, I'm right. No. It, that, you're saying it was not sped up. I'm saying they haven't slowed down footage that was recorded on Earth. And I would, I, to prove this point, I would like to see those moments when a bug is going in the air or when an astronaut falls over and is trying to get up. Play that to me at twice the speed and we will see how okay. absolutely ridiculous the, it looks. The other documentary I watched on YouTube, I can tell you what it's called. Um, it was called um, Undeniable Proof Man Has Never Gone to the Moon. Okay. I believe it already. 2018 no on YouTube is that there there are um, on video there's video footage where you can see cables mm-hmm. coming from the the from their backpacks. Okay. Like and they're they're on runners on the ceiling. See the 
cables on the ceiling. You can see, you see, yeah. the light catches the cable coming out of the backpack. Yeah. You know, it's like a shimmer, yeah. and there's at the same time there's a shimmer yeah. at the top. We'll have to and there's a the bit, yeah, there's a bit that. where the astronaut, an astronaut's fallen over, another astronaut helps him up, but he has no leverage on that astronaut yeah. who's on the floor, and he is lifted off his feet. Yeah, the the astronaut is helping him up. He's standing in front of him. He's got one hand like that. Yeah. And the other astronaut is lifted to his feet, yeah. as if like from the back. He actually yeah. leaves the moon's surface. Okay. So yeah. I, so I haven't seen it. No, you haven't. But um, there, there's a lot going on there that when you say about you'd like to see the footage of the astronaut being lifted up, yeah. it's fake anyway. Just uh, throwing that out there. Now the human body knows how much. This is part of the same thing. The human body knows how much energy to exert in order to lift your leg enough to walk. Right. Right? Yeah. If you exert that much energy on the moon in one sixth of the Earth's gravity, your leg would move six times as high. When running, the astronaut's paces would have been six times as long. Sorry, the astronaut's pace would have been six times as long. Yeah. He's putting the same sort of effort into is he? running. Yeah. As he would be on Earth. Oh, is he? Yeah. Really? Right. So, so do you not uh, think? Surely, look, they're on. They're there. They're in the environment. They're not right? there. Okay, okay they're but not in the environment. let's say when we finally go to the moon or whatever. One day. Do you think people are going to be kicking themselves in their head because they can't figure out <laughs> to put a bit less energy into their legs? Also, the way they're running, it's not like they're really bending at the knees or anything like that. They're almost skipping. They're skipping. Along the surface, they're not running <laughs> with their basket. I'm sorry, but it's just rubbish. It's like oh, humans are too stupid to figure out how to this, walk. Apparently, this was the first time anyone had been to me, so they didn't yeah. know what to expect. You figure he's gone down the ladder. You get a feel for these things when you're in water and you try and walk. You don't face plant the first time you try do you no <laughs> you figure out that your leg is moving slower you because need to exert resistance. yes you need to exert a bit more pressure you deal with it you figure it out yeah it's easy so why can't we do that in on the well, moon we can but you have to learn that you don't just do it all of a sudden you have to oh i'm moving a bit quick I, I just I completely dispute this fact. It's, it's utter garbage. We we can walk through treacle. We can walk through water. We can walk on custard. We we figure this stuff out. You know we can walk in high winds. We don't fall over and then be like, okay, that didn't work. I'll try walking a different way. But you're it's, still with the same gravity. But it's not all about the gravity. This is you can't. I don't know how to really argue against you because it, it's just random spurious. It's not. It's fact. It's not you a can't, fact. You can't say, oh, I don't know how to argue with this because you're wrong. I'm not wrong. You're saying, you literally tell me what you expect to happen. The first person to go to the moon, because apparently it's not happened yet, he's on the moon, he's on yep. the surface. What happens when he tries to walk? He goes, whoa. He goes back into orbit from what you're saying. He is gone, and he's not coming down for no, a while. No, 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 he he would start to he would try to walk, but he would find that okay, the spacesuit's got some weight to it and things. But he would find when they were practicing using the spacesuits on Earth, it would be very different on the Moon. Would you, if if you were this astronaut, would you just go gun ho and walk, or would you be quite gingerly? I'd be gingerly. Yeah, 
do you not think they were? I'll be like, bit, it's their first experience. Well, first doing of all, it. I was waiting for the other guys to come down. Do you the think when the uh, the guys on the International Space Station go out and do a moonwalk together, and one's like, "Oh, can you pass me your wrench, please?" That he nearly puts it through his helmet. Oh, sorry, mate. I've never passed anything in space before. Didn't know how to control the speed of my arm. <laughs> First person no. probably did. No. When Yuri Geller went um, into space. Let's move on because this this one for me is just ridiculous. You can't argue with it. it. It's, it's a joke. That's what that one is. You Someone's having a laugh. It. Flag waving. Yeah. The flag has a metal rod through the top to hold it rigid, right? And the bottom hangs free. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It is very obviously waving, okay? Now, if it was... Just, I've heard it said when I put the flag in, the reason it looks like it's waving is because it's the momentum yeah. from when they put the flag in yeah. right, and it's just taking a while to stop. It's dissipating. But... When, if you watch the motion of the bottom of the flag, it's very obviously waving, like fluttering. It's not just yeah. going like a pendulum, it's rippling. I have two points on this. When I watch it, I look at it, I see that top rod moving back and forth. Mm -hmm. If you watch the bottom of the flag, actually it is looking like it's reacting to that rod, in my opinion. In your it opinion. really is a case of that energy very slowly dissipating because there really isn't much resistance to it other than the very okay, slight gravitational pull. Opinion. My other issue with it, they've apparently shot all this before the anyone even went up into space. Why would you do it while they're yeah. up there? They've shot all this. Someone's opened a door and no one's thought, oh, you've caused that flag to flutter quite wildly there. Maybe we should reshoot this, guys. Well, they didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't see the flag fluttering. That, well, I mean, the director film, film wasn't was sitting very... there thinking, oh, come on. This guys. wasn't digital. This wasn't digital this film. This wasn't digital. This was analog. It was very mm -hmm. expensive. And they thought they no one's going to notice. Billions of dollars. Sure, they were faking the moon landings. They had billions of dollars. Yeah, do you not think they're going to be a bit more careful? We've demonstrated there is wind on the moon. Well, they'll, they'll say, oh, look, we'll. Um... <laughs> We'll, we'll just argue against it. No. Or maybe it, it was a case of, there's nothing we can do about it. We're filming outside. It's going to be windy. We're put, filming we'll, outside now. Well, that's where... That's, it's going to be... So, okay. That's where the craters are. All right, brilliant. Where's all this... Why is the sand not blowing around when this flag's being put in? Because it's oh, not, it's oh, not oh. windy. But the flag's fluttering. The flag's fluttering. It's got to be you, pretty windy. But this sand takes a lot of wind. You said yourself, sand takes for a the, lot of for wind. For the flag to move like A very that, light flag. To move like that. And remember, the top's moving all over the place as well, as if it's in a frictionless environment. But let's say it's down to the no, wind. The, the top is that's, moving. That's, the top is moving yeah. because they've stuck the pole yeah. in. And you see him turning the pole. Yeah, absolutely. The... the, the the metal pole isn't... If, it's not like the flagpole bends if over. They are on, it's a different If they thing. are on Earth, the energy in that rod would have dissipated very quickly due to air resistance, stronger gravity, everything. And yet, now we're saying, oh no, the rod, the rod can act like it's in space, but the flag is definitely acting like it's on Earth. I don't... No. One or the other. No. The... the well, I mean, bottom line is the wind was causing the flag to flutter and as it was doing that, it was making the rod move with it. There no. you go. I picked one. No. I picked one. It was fake. No. I picked one. No. 
as I know. I've ex- I've explained it. It is exactly what you said in the beginning. It's what? to do. It's the energy is dissipating from when they're maneuvering it in, where they've hit that rod. That rod is just going backwards and forward with the flag. But the flag isn't just penduluming. It's not just swinging backwards and forwards. It's rippling. Of course, there's it is. a wave because going through it. Yeah, because it's fabric. So yeah. as the rod moves that way, it's it's going to have a ripple effect down the flag before the flag goes that way. Not, By which not, time the not, rod is already no, 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 on its no, no. way back. No, the ripple isn't going from top to bottom. It's going yeah. from left to right. Yeah. Like it's, it's blowing in the wind. In my opinion, looking at it... Well, your opinion's wrong. Well, your opinion's wrong. Your opinion's there wrong. There we go, your opinion's wrong. <laughs> no, your opinion's Glad we wrong. reached consensus, your opinion's your wrong. Your opinion's wrong. This was easier than I right, thought. Right, let's move on to the photos. Okay, no. I can tell you your opinion is wrong. Your opinion's wrong. <laughs> right, come on then. Right, um, lack of stars. Lack of stars. We're really doing this? Yeah. Okay, it's all it's all to do with light saturation. If you want to take a picture of like let's me and you go outside on a starry night, mm-hmm. and you have to take a well lit picture of me, mm-hmm. and I can't be blurred. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to be a picture of me, but I want to see all the stars above me. Could we do that? No, no, we couldn't. No, why couldn't we? Light pollution. It, no, no. If we go to a dark sky area and we try to do that, I'm well lit. If you're still well lit, yeah. as far as the stars are concerned, it's light pollution. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. Right. I wasn't gonna same, I wasn't gonna dispute reason. with this. The reason I wanted to cover this was to show you that I'm I'm not taking all this evidence and saying, Oh yes, this yeah. proves this. I agree. Yeah. The the lack of stars, I mean first of all, we've seen footage from um the ISS, we've seen footage from uh the Mars uh, sorry, the um Red Bull um space jump thing okay yeah. there were no stars in any of those yeah uh, the iss or so i think it's a case of like if you look at the stars and there's a street lamp in your peripheral vision it limits how many stars you can see if you cover up the street lamp with your hand slowly more stars come into into view um it's just a fact that um the reason there are no stars is because there's too much light from elsewhere being um, yeah, if they know. put their camera on a long exposure and pointed it up, they could capture stars. The fact is they're taking photos of each other or the Earth. Uh, they don't want that much exposure, so you don't see the stars. Right. Um, okay, uh, we're going to move on to the, the cameras themselves now. Now, this is um, from Jan Lundberg, who designed the chest-mounted cameras that they used, Okay. The chest-mounted cameras were difficult to operate in bulky spacesuits. Jan Lundberg, designer of the chest-mounted cameras, stated that there was no way the astronauts could see the cameras once in their suits, let alone frame an image and focus. Yet the photos were perfectly framed, perfectly focused and perfectly lit. I agree that they would not... Fair enough, they can't see the camera. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Um, I don't see why they have to continuously focus if they're taking photos at the same distance. So all this would be, in my opinion, covered in training. You don't, you, you don't know? know that if they were at the same distance. If if you I'm, if you, you're on solving. the moon, yeah. right, yeah. and you're saying, "Oh, I'm going to get a picture of that. Hang on, I've got to be yeah. ten feet away." Oh, I want to get a picture of that. I've got to be ten feet away. They don't have time. 
They don't have time. What? But have, well, I, I'm, what I'm doing here is I am trying to solve the problem. How, on a, in your big gloves, yep. anyway, right. how are you going to be focusing cameras? The other thing is... More, no, it's the same, same it's, it's yeah. part of the same argument I'm trying to make here. There's footage of a uh, an astronaut supposedly on the moon with his chest-mounted camera, and you see him, right, supposedly taking photos on the moon, mm-hmm. turning around, going click, click, mm-hmm. click, you know, just randomly. Mm-hmm. T- he's not. He's not even. You know, trying or well, anything. We know. We know they can't frame them because they can't see. No, but, but he's not. He's not worried about distances. Right. He's not. He's not being told you've got to be ten feet away. Okay. I. In terms of framing and all of that, these astronauts, they train. Well, two things. One, they train. They're going to know, generally, if they're facing that direction, they've got whatever is in their field of view in that direction in frame. Also, we don't see... Well, you, you put a face. They've got a... They, they do try... They don't think they just strap the camera on and say, use that while you're up there. You, you've you've um, you've taken photos with a camera, both right. with a phone and with a proper right. camera, right? Right. You know, if you stand there and you say, I can see all of that, and then you look through yeah. the camera, yeah. you can't see all of that yeah. anymore. Also, yeah. what I'm, you can see isn't it. all in focus. The yeah. aperture needs to be adjusted yeah. in all sorts. But, well, I, this is, I'm saying that... Yeah, they probably aren't playing with the aperture. They're probably not well, they playing can't. with how long the things, exposure, exposure and they're stuff not. like that. Yeah, they're not. What I am saying is shoot. they are being trained on Earth. They're taking pictures. Uh, right, this is what we're getting from that. Okay, try and take a picture of this. No, you've got that wrong. What you need to be doing is is this. If you look that way, take that as a reference. That's that's what you're seeing. They're training. And you're not seeing how many photos NASA hasn't published because they're like the ones of the aliens. I'm just saying the ones that are, are rubbish, the ones where something wasn't in frame properly. They probably taken ten photos of Earth shot and just picked one that was right. But all of these photos that they have published that that argue against the moon landings. What? They've published all these photos that argue against the moon landings, yet you're saying that they've, some they've held back because they weren't quite right. But they don't. that's just not looking at them thinking, oh, will someone use that for the conspiracy theory? They're, the they're, conspiracy theory they're, being that we landed on the moon. They're publishing photos that show something. They're not publishing photos that are blurry well, or have missed the scene. One... Or, you say that one of the theories about the lack of stars is that, Sorry, I'm <laughs> is that um, they didn't want to superimpose any stars because someone could have checked the uh, star charts and said yeah. those stars are out, out of place. Yeah. So, you know, if 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 and I don't I I uh, don't think it is true, but if that is true, then you know what you're saying. Would also be wrong, but mm-hmm. I don't think the star thing is true. Right. <laughs> I'm just I'm and just I'll, playing devil's advocate. Yeah, but I mean, my 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 point, my way of looking at this particular one was: yes, it's cumbersome. Yeah, it's a silly way of doing it. But I don't believe they sent them up there with a camera strapped to their uh, chest. They did. With. Let me finish the sentence. Don't be like that, because actually, you're saying they didn't. 
Really they did because they're faking it. They they had they had the cameras mounted to their chest yeah. when they went to the moon. No, right. Um, my point is when they do that, they don't send them up there with that having not trained them, having not practiced. Okay, if I strap a camera to my chest and it is always in the exact same position with the exact same focus after some training, I bet I can take some quite good shots. Mm, and I bet there will be a lot of quite duff... good and well, brilliant. I bet there'll be a lot of duff shots as well. I just won't show people that. <laughs> okay? No, I think I think that this... I mean, this is from Jan Lundberg. Now, he would have been there when they had their training, so he would know what the shortcomings would have been. Mm. Um, lighting. The only source of light was the sun. Wrong. And shadows run in all directions. Why was that wrong? The shadows are running in different directions. Concede that. That was a really interesting one. Um, but the uh, sun is not the only source of light. What other source um, of light? You it? have the reflective surface of the moon. That's not going to affect uh, the shadows. Uh, it affects the lighting of the astronauts, which was one of the uh, conspiracy theories. It doesn't affect the shadows. Um, you also have, on Earth, how many light sources do we have? Uh, celestial light sources. What, stars? Not stars, but out in space, how many light sources do we have that affect the Earth? Two. Yeah, we've got the sun, we've got the, the moon. moon. Right, when we're on the moon, how many light sources do we have? One. Why? The sun. What about the Earth? Because we're on the moon. What about the Earth? What about the Earth? The Earth's not a light source. Yes, it is. That's not. In the same way the moon is. Light bounces off the Earth and hits the moon. No. Yeah. You look at look at uh, look at Venus. Not not right? not to the point that you wouldn't be able to tell the the, the shadows. You know the if you right. you would expect two shadows in that instance, which you don't not get. not of the same density. Yeah, sure, I agree. But these shadows are all of the same density. Okay, yeah. So we'll come to these shadow bits. Um, but I'm just all I am doing is debunking this. Well, one we're on the shadow light. bit now, aren't okay, we? Okay, yeah. We are. I'm just, but you also said there's one light source. I'm just debunking okay. this one light okay, source. Fine. You've also got all the reflective surfaces of the ship and stuff like that. It's all foil. It all reflects. But unless it's the, in, unless it's in shadow. As far as the shadows are concerned, so the shadows travel in different directions. Yep. It's all to do. <coughs> it's all to do with the inclinations that the rocks are on. Rocks on different inclinations appear to cast their shadows in different directions. It's an optical illusion. And no, me. because you've, yep. you've got like the astronauts and you've got um, the LEM. So I'll pop these on the website. There is one light source in that picture on the right, which is made up. It's toys. But the shadows appear to be going in different directions. And it's all to do with the inclination that one of those objects is on that makes it appear as though its shadow is travelling in a different direction. But that's not the same. That, that, that's what you're on about. You're on about shadows travelling in different directions. So they've got yeah. rocks here. These shadows are coming this way because they're this way inclined, whereas the LEM shadow yeah, but is you, going off you, straight to you've, the side. You've got other things like you've got the, the LEM and you've got the astronaut and... Yeah, they're all on level footing and going in different directions. I don't. I didn't know we were doing photos, so I didn't print any. Well, so I just thought I would 
better illustrate my point yeah. with a photo because I okay, figured if I said it's on an inclination, you'd be like, no, it's not. Yeah, Maybe. Uh, no, it's interesting. So I just thought it, it, it's a it's a possible. It theory. explains some of the uh, shadow things. I can't think of an example where the you got two objects right next to each other on the same plane where the shadows have run in different directions. Um, I think just to watch the video back. Okay. Um, maybe we'd find an example. Oh, you I, haven't seen any examples? I haven't seen examples. I mean, of you, you can, you can right just go other. on the Googles and yeah. Google Images. Um, okay. Did, did you have a query regarding the astronaut being lit up? Yes, yeah, so my next bit was astronauts and objects standing in shadows were still perfectly lit, including yeah. the side of the LEM with United States written yeah. on it. Despite everything else on the LEM being in shadow, mm -hmm. you could clearly read United States on it. Tell me how you would do this in the studio. In a studio? Sure, it's shot in the studio. They achieved oh, okay. it, they achieved it somehow. Asking me, all right. um, well, you could um, have... Um, a very dim. Well, you'd have another light source. You'd have a very a, like a diffused light source. Diffused light source. Yeah, that would that would shining shine, onto the. That would shine things up bright, would it? The United States thing is a. Wasn't it like chrome? So it would it would reflect. The astronaut. The astronaut dressed all in white. Okay. Well. Well, I mean, all in you white. could superimpose two different photos. Okay, so, I mean, if you, okay, if you so this is to United, to totally doctored now. If you, it could be. Okay. I mean, there, there, are, there is evidence of the photos being completely doctored. Okay. Um, there could be... Go on. Because if, you were, if you were in the United States and you were, oh, yeah, we've done it. Yeah, we want everyone to know. Why can't I read United States on that thing? Yeah, it could be anyone. The Russians could say that as them. Okay, we'll, we'll make the sign clearer. Right. We'll, we'll cut it out and stick it on. And... Um, interestingly, I do think... They probably did doctor a lot of stuff to make it look better. They've got to get public engagement. I don't think at that period in time they were beyond doctoring things. A lot of these pictures we get from Hubble oh. and um, our space satellites, they've got false colouring on okay. so that you understand what things are different. They do it for scientific reasons, right. but it shows you can doctor but those things. But these quite are digital. Easily. I mean, at the time, That's, these were analog photos. Yeah. Um, now, the way you could achieve that, what you're talking about in a studio, is a nice reflective surface uh, on the ground. Right. So that ground is in shadow, where it needs to be in shadow, but the light bouncing off the bit that's in light can then bounce up yeah. and light up your um, character. So, uh, and again, more pictures here. But essentially what's happening, they're saying, right, the moon's surface is highly reflective. That is enough to light up the astronaut in shadow while he is still in the shadow himself. However, the picture on the right... They put dark paper on the ground, and oh, yeah. he's not so well lit up. No, so but, because it's not as reflective, and you lose him a bit in the shadow. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not entirely convinced. Because if if it was the moon's surface, and why why isn't why is anything in shadow? Because the light doesn't hit the area that the LEM. Is preventing the light from hitting. So, so that, but if it's lighting up the, the ground, if it's lighting be, up the astronaut, yeah. why isn't it lighting up the side of the LEM that he's standing next to? It, it is lighting it up slightly. Not on the photo, it was not on the moon landing photo where the astronaut's standing it's in front of it. It's completely black. I if see, no light was hitting it, you wouldn't it, see it. At you all. could see like the United States 
the sign on it, but yeah. everything else was in darkness. Um, I believe you can actually... Okay, we'll have to revisit that one again. Um, do, do, do. Okay, again, back to our, our friend Apollo 16. I'm getting hungry. I'm very thirsty, we, and this is... Do you want to pause? No, I'm, I'm, uh, been, I've got things to do before work. Okay, we're nearly done. Uh, Apollo 16. Uh, two different photographs were taken using two different locations two and a half miles apart on the moon over two days. Okay, so one day they took a photo in one place. The next day they took a photo in another place two and a half miles away. Right? Was this, the, was this photos or was this the video footage? This is photos, I think. Uh, I've got photographs. Okay. Okay. How do they have the exact same background to the point that you can place one photo over the other and the background lines up perfectly? The only difference is that LEM is yes. present in the first pick and not the second. My question is, did the production crew move the LEM out of shot but forget to change the back cloth? This is the one that had me thinking... Oh, there's something like I believe the moon landings happen still, but I don't know how to explain this. Right now, the way um, I mean, it sounds it, 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 to me, it seems a bit stupid to release these photos, you know, when it's very obvious that it's the same place. Yeah, unless yeah, it it sounds to me it could be one of several things. As I've said, I bet NASA do doctor these things. And maybe they've doctored a photo and taken out the LEM. <coughs> or they put the LEM in a photo to say, oh, look at that. I hope they haven't done that. Uh, there is an explanation online um, at www.iangoddard.com. Where you um, got those photos from? That's where I got the photos from, yes. Um, now, I had to look these ones up because these ones, uh, the lighting ones... Actually, that whole lighting from the floor thing, I didn't get that. Uh, but a lot of these, I like to think, oh, yeah, I figured that out. I, I could not figure out these photo ones. Right. Um, and he explains that if you take, and you're going to have to look at the website, because I admit I don't fully understand this, but if you take a panoramic of where they were on the moon, given the distances that these mountains were away, that actually they appear for a huge uh, chunk of that panoramic and it is very easy to take a photo um from looking at the limb and then lem sorry looking at the lem and then uh looking in a slightly different direction those mountains will pretty much appear to be in the same point and because there's no atmosphere on the moon it is extremely difficult to judge distance so that mountain range you could uh take a photo with the LEM there, you could then walk two miles in a complete opposite direction from the LEM, turn back, take another photo, those mountains will look to be the same size, but you won't see the LEM. The only issue I still have with this is I think in that video, that's the thing we watched, even the rocks in the foreground yeah. um, are matching up. Right. So I'm still not, based on what was in that film we watched, uh-huh. I'm still not sure, but there are some really good explanations on that website right. to say how some of this stuff happens. I, uh, yeah, I have an issue with that. If you said that you walked towards the mountain range, away from, like, so you were now between the LEM mm-hmm. and the mountain range. Same effect. 
But even so, the, the mountains lined up perfectly. Yes. I mean, if you were to walk towards them, you wouldn't walk in a, you wouldn't be able to walk unless you actually sort of had like a line to guide you. You wouldn't be able to walk in a perfect straight line for two and yeah. a half miles. Yeah. So the the range would be Sorry. slightly off. Um, I, again, it comes to just how far you can see in space without any atmosphere. You are literally on Earth. Eventually, it's not the curvature of the Earth; it's the atmosphere that affects how far you can see. What about on any given what day. about the shadows created on, by the, the the mountain range and everything? I mean, they they right. lined up as well. It was as if they'd taken the first photo. Said, so, right, move the. See, I would have argued the first photo was taken before the on a different mission before the that LEM had landed, and then on a later mission, we landed the LEM there. I, I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, I. I so, uh, the argument to support this is that it is purely based on distance. When you look over the moon's horizon, you lose sight literally because of the curvature of the moon because there's right. no atmosphere in the way. Those mountains are just redonkulously far away. Right. So they don't get any big... They don't appear okay, to get any I bigger see, over see. two miles. They don't appear to get any smaller over two miles. Right. It is... So that's what's happened. But there is a part of you that's a bit iffy about The bit that... Um, the really foreground. says it... Well, the foreground, I think, but I don't know how much of the... We say NASA can doctor evidence... I'm sorry, but so can conspiracy theorists. But let's say they didn't. That's what that program was about. Mm -hmm. I find that one a little bit difficult. I think NASA are just... They are capable of 10 porkies. Uh -huh. The big one for me is the video as okay. well. Which video? Uh, so they showed video of them. And this is why I thought you were getting mixed up. They're doing a mission somewhere. And it's down this slope. Right. And then they go off somewhere else a couple of days later, two miles away, right. to do another mission. Was it the exactly same the same scene. Right. And it is the same. Okay. No getting around it. Now, all I would say to that is that NASA has to get the uh, public interested in what it is they're, they're doing. And the best way to do that is to tell a story. Now, <laughs> it is. You tell, you tell people a story, they're more engaged uh -huh. in what's going on. I watch a show, a show called Gold Divers. Yes. Uh, they mine gold under the sea. I have seen scenes where a diver enters the water wearing a black pair of gloves, and then when they're uh, working the pipe down the bottom, they've got a pink pair of gloves on. Right. That's a totally different dive. They've doctored the footage to tell a story. Okay. So in effect, they're lying to the viewer. Yeah. However that doesn't mean that they aren't going into the sea and gold diving. Right. They're still gold diving. They're just influencing the, the editing yeah. of what I see. Yeah. That's what I believe NASA does, probably quite a bit with those moon landings, because a lot of people didn't want all that money going into the mm. moon landings. So, so you're so saying they're, they're doing this over two days, but actually it's, it's five minutes later. Oh, no, I'm saying that they probably did do something two days later in a different place, but when they put the footage together right. to tell the story of the mission, they've just gone and used okay. footage from the previous day. I, th I think it's just laziness. I think it's, just, it's the, uh, the the set that they've used. Um, now, the cameras themselves, mm -hmm. right? The cameras... The cameras have crosshairs etched into the lenses. Yet, if you look at some of the photos, it's very obvious that they have been doctored with objects covering parts of the crosshairs, which would have been impossible. 
explain that. Are you are you going with your acceptance at NASA? No, uh, well, uh, some, yeah, could be some, to could be some explanation, but let's look at some others. You tell me, as the person responsible for, mate, can you uh, can you make sure you put some crosses on these photos so that it looks nice and signed? Why are they putting the crosses on? No, they're not on the photos. They're etched on the lenses themselves. Right. Okay, but so they're etched on the lenses themselves. Yeah. So to to prove that to kind of pretend that they've been to space, they're then drawing what? crosses onto no, no, the no, photo. No. It could put either, right, several reasons. First of all, it could aid them in um, marking, like, distance yeah. and size yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Um, another thing uh, could be uh, maybe, like, it creates a grid. So when they look yeah. at the photos, they say, um, in square A7. What, what you're telling me there is why you would have these the crosses. I thought yeah. that's what you were asking. No, no, sorry. What I'm asking is why when they've come to um, create these images, have they're putting the crosshairs on because people expect them there because that's the scientific thing. The crosshairs are there because they're on the lens. But they're not there because they're being drawn over. Is it that someone's drawn over the crosshair or is it that someone's not drawn the whole crosshair when they're faking these pictures? Drawn over? I don't the understand. Problem, right. You take a photo with a lens mm -hmm. with crosshairs in yeah. it, the crosshairs will come out in the, in the yes, photo. they will. Okay, I get that. Right. We've got examples where there appears to be something behind a crosshair. So it's supposed to be what they've taken a picture well, of. Over but, the top of the crosshair. But so actually, part of the crosshair is concealed. Yeah, part of the crosshair is missing. Are we saying that someone just, some amateur just sort of accidentally drew over the crosshair? Didn't draw were, over it, no. They took a photo of the LEM yeah. or the, the, uh, the, the um, what's it called, the, the Spaceman Mobile. The lunar... Sure, the rover. The rover. Yeah. Took a picture of that. Buggy, sorry, but yeah. Cut it out, right? Stuck it on the photo. Right, okay. So that's how they're doctoring yeah. the photos. Yeah. They're cutting out of one photo, putting yeah. it the other. They've actually they're accidentally gone over a... The, um, the crosshair. crosshair. Okay, cool. I was just wondering how... Because in my mind, you're, that, that makes sense. In my mind, I was thinking what they think people that drawing these things no, no, on no, 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 and no. they're, 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 they're well, taking, taking photos and splicing and okay. gluing and then reproducing <laughs> them as as you know so these uh these crosses uh are on they're behind the lens they're on a glass uh plate that is before uh where the film is so it's in between the lens and mm -hmm. the film um, with that, you'll notice if you look at all the examples, list all the examples I could find, it's always over a very white object. It's a very white object that crosses. Now I think the there's been some shadows I've, as well. Well, I haven't okay. seen them. I, I literally and I properly look. Cause I'm like, is this right? Because I feel like I'm just saying light saturation. Okay. Again. In the if you hold a needle up to the sun, something very thin up yeah. to the sun, you try and see that needle, you're not going to see it. No. The light's going to drown it. Because the light is coming around it. And... That's in my opinion. What is happening with the and the, these lines on the uh, on the glass plate? They're the thickness of a human hair. Right. That ridiculously thin. Uh huh. So in my it's it's light saturation. There's a lot of light coming off of that. It is right. Getting past that uh, glass etched um, plate, hitting the film, and it's bled out the uh, okay. lines. Okay. I I um. I disagree. I from looking at the photos, it's too it's too clear cut for me. It's it's not a case of like the the crosshair sort of fades out. You know, it's like literally there's the edge of the 
the rover and the crosshair stops. It's literally there. It's not like there's a transition period. Mm -hmm. It's just, boom, there's the edge. But I would expect that because it's literally, it's coming straight from that object. There's no sort of atmospheric diffusion going on there. It's coming from a straight line from that thing that is uh, reflecting all of that bright light and in a split second of a camera flick because they've got it on very low uh, exposure because they're taking photos mm -hmm. of... Um, so it's just drowned out that part of the line. You say... That they've got, why have they got it on very low exposure? Because they're taking photos a large proportion of the time of each other, of moving vehicles. You'll just be blurred. Yeah, we take photos of each other all the time. Huh? We take photos of each other all the time. Yeah. We don't have it on low exposure. We don't have it on high exposure. We don't. We we don't have it on low. We have it on like normal. It, okay. Why would but they? Why wouldn't they have it on is, normal exposure? All right, they have it on normal. They don't have it on a high sort of. Maybe I'm getting my terms mixed up. What is it when you have the lens open for a long time? What are you affecting? High there? exposure. You're you're allowing right. more light into the camera. Right. Okay. So they've got it on a low enough exposure that images aren't blurred when things are moving and right. so that the sunlight because they're working out in with the sun up you well, can they, see that on the pictures so that that isn't drowning everything but out. again you're assuming that they're on the moon but, uh, yeah, working out with I the mean, sun that is my that argument. could be that could be the, sun, the spotlight but that is my that argument be you're assuming that they're not no, I'm. I'm just. I'm taking up the. Yeah, I am. Yeah, exactly. I'm not yes, assuming. This is the point. I'm saying that they're not. No, I'm saying that they are. This is. This so, is. This is so how you're, debates but you're, work. But you're presenting uh, what your argument as if it's fact, and it's not fact. You're presenting your argument the way you've been speaking throughout this whole thing. Oh, it's absolutely definitely I, I'm doctored. Questioning. No, yeah. that wasn't questioning. You said. Well, they are doctored. Undoubtedly. They are doctored. You said. You said. Okay, NASA does doctor photos. No, no. I said it could be that NASA doctors photos. I haven't said they absolutely do doctor everything. I'm trying to find a path right. because that's my role in this to say that. These landings happened. You're trying to find a path that says they didn't happen. But the way you word everything, <laughs> much like this TV programme, you're saying that these photos were absolutely doctored. I, uh, yes, I'm saying because I believe they were. No, no, but it doesn't matter. You said they were absolutely They were doctored. because I believe they but were. But you didn't say that bit. I said it now. But, I but believe this, those photos were doctored, but, so they were. But this is that's just kind of my point. That's how it's being worded. So I'm trying to word things like this is what I believe. Whereas initially, when I'm opening up this, it was undoubtedly doctored. Like, oh, but okay. you, so you, you, what was that that phrase you used about believe? See, I'm not not scoring I, I, points. I, I don't know. Okay, then I can't. I can't. Well. <laughs> um, okay, the uh, the one and only um, spokesman. NASA, Brian Welch. Why did, out of interest, why do you say the one and only? Is it purely because he was the one, it and, was only, the one and only one on the show? I don't think anyone else believes well, it. I don't know anyone else who would support this, uh -huh. except you, and, and you're not. Yeah. But he, uh, this show had one, um, the, the, NASA gave, presented one person to speak on their behalf. Did they? Yeah. All right. And uh, his name was Brian Welch. Did and, you help make this show? And he, uh, Did you help make this show? It's just you seem to know the and, ins and outs. And he states, I've watched it several times, he You're states, right. okay, 
that there are so many questions being asked about the photos. And this, this is the guy who's supposed to be standing up for NASA. Mm -hmm. There are so many questions being asked about the photos that it would be, and, and I quote, exercise in futility to try to answer them. Mm -hmm. So if someone comes to you and says, oh, I don't, I don't believe that, you're just going to say, oh, no, it's, it's an exercise in futility for me to try to answer this. I've, I haven't said that once. No, but I'm saying that that's what he's saying, okay. and, and it's, it's like you saying Why that. Why do you believe that NASA sent him? Because he, he's the NASA spokesman. You can't, on the show, on the show, yeah. he, is, he is on the side of landing on the moon. He's, his think... name, Brian Welsh, NASA spokesman. Right. You can't say, because if, if they said that without it being NASA, NASA would have found out and said, hang on a minute. But he... you don't know necessarily, uh, okay, I won't go down that argument because it is me just questioning this idea that NASA actually sent him as opposed to him earning some money on the sign appearing on this show. No, I, I, I think that's a dangerous road to go down. I don't, I right. don't think... Um... I, look, I am... Um, I think it's really harsh that we are taking, we're talking about this show as if it was an unbiased documentary piece. It was not. The vast majority of the things that were stated, he didn't get to say anything. Or at least I didn't hear him say anything. It, like it wasn't, it wasn't edited into the programme. Also, the guy looks like he's about to jump off a cliff or something. He doesn't want to be there. I don't enjoy watching him. He's bad television. <laughs> he is. So he is. it's it's not a fair programme. It is it is well, an, NASA, an NASA view. is it a is. massive, massive yeah. thing. They could have sent anyone. They, they sent should have Brian sent me. Welsh. They yeah. should have sent you. They should have sent me. And, and you'd have shown them little photographs that you printed up. You know what wouldn't have happened? <laughs> 90% of the stuff that I've said wouldn't have made it into that show because that show is all about just spreading the uh, it, it's It's opening people's minds. That's what it's about. It's about saying, look, you know... It's, no, you, look, the, it's more than opening people's minds. It is, for, it is encouraging them to think down a stupid path. And I, I think... Not a stupid path, that's harsh. It's encouraging them encouraging them to uh, think down that conspiracy theory path. That and the I, moon landing happened. It, I, it's the opposite. It's, I say, it's encouraging them to... Just, I say that for statements like when they were doing a comparison with Capricorn 1, the movie. Yes. Right? That really bugged me. because, And I bet whoever decided to do that was actually what they wanted to illustrate is that the guy who produced that film didn't believe the moon landings happened and he was showing how it could be faked. Right. Because that film was made six years after the initial moon landing. But the way it's presented, they do tell you that the producer or director was against the moon landings, but the way it's presented, they show the moon landing side by side yes. with Capricorn 1, and the... almost as if they got their ideas from the Capricorn 1 movie. Right. That's how it's given across, even though the moon landings happened six years before. I, 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 did, I did go on the IMDb to see if the moon landings happened before or after, because mm -hmm. I thought that footage was interesting. But even so, it, it does look like that. But regard, the it, fact that the moon landing happened first doesn't take away from the fact that Capricorn 1 was able to produce the exact same sort of footage it wasn't, it wasn't, that the moon landings had. The, the, my point is, 
it's about the way the show is presented because we keep it keeps being mentioned. Okay, but you're not arguing that Capricorn One didn't well, I haven't recreate seen Capricorn. No, but you've one. seen that moment. I haven't seen Capricorn One, but we've both seen that moment because it was on the documentary. There, there, it was definitely, absolutely based on stuff that's happening in Moonlands. They've made to they've tried to make it look um, as similar. But they've recreated as they can, it, um, but with colour by the looks of yeah, things. Yeah, they've recreated it very well. I'll, I'd see the film before I said that because that, that what moment I'm show? talking about yeah, the moment I understand what you're saying I've seen this show once and I wasn't fast forward uh, rewinding and watching it back I had to get it watched so yeah I saw three seconds of Capricorn 1 footage against three seconds of Moonlander footage and but the way apart the, from the colour you way couldn't tell the difference the show presented it was look at how they're just copying this movie I, I took it. I took it the other way around. I yeah, took it, look, yeah, look, look, they've managed to recreate the moon. Yeah, you still had to look up whether that yes. film was made, so it wasn't clear. It wasn't clear. No, it wasn't clear. At first, I thought, "Hello, what's going on there? Mm. I wonder what came first. Also, I'd like to see that film. When did it come out? Um, but it was a case of right. Well, um, Capricorn One was it the seventies, seventy two, something like that, nineteen seventy two. 75 I think and the moon landings were 69 so there were a few years different but the the visual comparison is compelling it is a very similar you know compelling to what compelling to prove that they could have yeah that it could that it was possible to fake it when you have some source material there to show you what you need to fake well no I mean you can that's a stupid thing to say because well, what they've done they've so done they've, they've said this is look we've been to the moon this is us on the moon and someone else is coming on with a film crew and said well, we, 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 we're going to prove that that's fake and we're going to recreate everything that you've done there mm-hmm. to prove that it can be done on earth right. you know and in the very least it shows that it's possible to fake it okay can and I, they, they did why why don't we look at uh, why don't they show video footage of a, of a movie that was made um, before the moon landing of something happening on the moon and we'll see how far apart they are because because my point here is that what did NASA have to work with to produce this video and yet Capricorn they had, they, they had scientists videos. they had mm. scientists who could, who could theorize what it was going to be like you know still at this point it's still you know if the moon lanes didn't happen, we are still working on on sci- those scientists' original theories. One day when we go to the moon, it could be completely different. It could be completely different. It it could end up where the 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 ground is not as solid as we expect. It could be, as I say, it could be hollow or you know very much. Um, there could be lots of what what lots of caverns, right? And thin crust pizza. So what happens as you walk along the moon, all of a sudden you might find the, the, the ground just gives way. Not, I'm not saying the whole moon is hollow. I'm just saying that, you know, there could be like caverns and things. Okay. There you go. Good. And you wonder why this guy... Sounded like he wanted to jump off a cliff. Yeah, exactly. Because I... you're just not... Not able to argue. Right. Um, so uh, I'll have a conclusion. Is there anything else you want to add? Everyone already knows what your conclusion is. No. Your conclusion was clear at the beginning. My conclusion, right? And I don't think you can argue with this. Yeah. Right? I, I, I don't think I want to anymore. If this 
if if this whole thing was a court of law, right? The whole moon landing debate, okay? Um, the argument in favour of the moon landings being real needs to be proven beyond reasonable doubt to stand any chance of being held a success. You, the, the, there is no argument that the moon landings happened that 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 convinces me beyond reasonable doubt that the moon landings happened. Therefore, if this was a court of law, it, it, the the judge would not say yes. The moon landings definitely happened. Okay, let me let me uh, let me give my summary on this then. Because no, we don't have time. You've given your summary. Right, here's my summary. If this, yeah, there we go. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take that as a Christmas-styled um, laughs really loud over what you were saying when he feels he's losing that. That was a bell. <coughs> I know it's a Christmas version of a laugh. I've lost the bingo. You've, you, I'm unhappy with you. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's. Um, my summary. Let's say that this was a uh, court of law. And you are um, having to present beyond reasonable doubt that this is a conspiracy theory. Okay, I, this, did, the, I didn't the, say wait, you. Wait, 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 all right, all right, all right. That's the um, the conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theorists out there, which is investigative journalists, people who are top notch at this sort of thing, all sorts of people. There are loads of them. Astronauts, everyone. They have to prove rocket uh, scientists. Yep, they have to prove beyond reasonable doubt that it was definitely a uh, it didn't happen it was faked the judge is going to say well no you haven't proved beyond reasonable doubt that um it was faked here's a curveball for you i agree right i agree that it's not proven beyond reasonable doubt right but it's enough for me to think maybe to to lean on the side of you know there's there's all this evidence that we went and there's all this evidence based on the evidence that we went to say that we didn't it's just it just seems to me too um there seems to be too many questions and not enough answers nasa could turn around and say look here here's the, here, here's what happened okay the reason that um, the shadows go in different directions is this. Here's a video to prove it. The reason that this happened is this. Here's a, here's but, evidence. All of the evidence you presented me was not not from NASA. It's from another guy who did another scientist. Yeah, another scientist. Well, but it's not NASA. That, I'm sure NASA. NASA aren't, aren't have stepping stepping up saying, "Look, wait, this is this is." So the American taxpayers should hmm. be paying money. For the people that they've already paid money to go do these things to prove that they actually did those things. That's where the American tax people's money should be going. Well, 20% of the American population would probably say, yeah. Really? I think. I don't be, know. I mean, at uh, uh, the time of the documentary I'd, recording. I'd be pretty miffed if I was spending money on a space agency and all that space agency was doing was having to go on conspiracy theory programs saying, okay, this is why this happened, this is why... When all that information, all the explanations are out there. They're online. They're, they're there by scientific people. You know, it's just some scientific people talking against other scientific people. And in terms of all the evidence we've discussed, it's all been about, right, 
Here's this. Do you think that's why they sent the cook, Brian Welch, from from the kitchen to to go and argue on on TV? We, we can we can afford to send Brian. Yeah, probably. Brian, you know, prove why. Um, prove against this part of the conspiracy theory. Prove against this part of the conspiracy conspiracy theory. What what about all the evidence that shows that we have been there? All the experiments but that are still being referenced. Let's see what I'm saying. The, you've got you've got the, evi- the, 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 the evidence. Right. So prove it conclusively. The laser on the moon. They fire a laser at this uh, reflector uh, that was set up by the astronauts on the moon. Positioned, angled, everything. It had to be set up on the moon. Fire, it, it reflects the laser back so we can measure how far the moon is travelling from us. All of that. How? What's going on well, there? Why How did the NASA? Why, okay, why did the NASA guy not mention this magical device? Maybe he did. Do you, he? He could have. They, it's not like well, not not on the documentary they, I watched. Yeah, David. They don't edit the documentaries like we edit the podcast. It's not like they take all the footage and they say, right, everyone can watch all of that. They chop it down into sound bites that fit the narration of the story they're wanting to tell. The narrative. Uh, yeah, the narrative of the story they're wanting to tell. They're wanting to tell us about conspiracy theories. Well, the conspiracy theory is that we went to the moon. Look, but you get my point. I do get your point. They, te- they, they have a message they want to get out there. That guy would have said a lot more than got on TV. The guys with the conspiracy theory, or the guys with the facts, yeah. would have had a lot more to say than got on TV. They edit it to suit the means of what they want yeah, to do. Yeah, but put you see, there. okay, because you believe in the moon landings, you think that that program is biased. Because uh, that is, is un- unfair to anyone who believes in the moon landings. I believe that the moon lands are fake. I think I think it's an interesting documentary that um shows, you know, the the uh, evidence against the moon landings uh, and presents them well, okay? We both watch the same documentary. We both have very different reactions to it, right? At the end of the day, it's all relative and the guy Yes! Bingo. And, and the guy the guy Brian Brian, did you do that for me? I did that for I you. I appreciate it. Brian may well have said more, but he may well have been incredibly tediously boring. No, and, and they said, look, this guy, we've interviewed him for a day. We've interviewed each person yeah. for a day. Yeah. This is all we can work with because everything else he said was just nonsense. He went on for 20 minutes about sandwiches. If you were making that show and that happened... Yeah. Would you not want to get some more sources? You've got like six or seven sources in you... favour of one argument. You've got one yes. source in favour of another. I, I would. I would write to Nash and say, we're doing this documentary. Listen, we're doing this documentary NASA. about um, the moon landings, about the conspiracy that we went to the moon. Can you send... We've got six people to t- say that it was rubbish. Can you send us six people to say that it happened? No, we'll send you Brian. Why do they have to come from NASA? Because NASA what? did the alleged moon Yeah, landings. fine. You've got your guy from NASA. One guy is there from NASA. Why can't you get other scientists who are a bit more... Because... Um, what's the word when you're... Um, angry. No, no, no. Um charismatic, right. a bit more prepared to be on camera I'll tell you. to argue with that. I would like that. I would like to see that documentary, in all seriousness. But whenever I see, for example, your mate Brian Cox, the other Brian, 
whenever like whenever anyone mentions the moon landing conspiracy, a switch flicks, and he just he just goes he goes you know angry, angry Brian, right? Buzz Aldrin, you say to him something about the moon landing being fake, a, a switch flicks. Why these people won't enter in debate? Then instantly, no, they shoot you down, they shut you yeah. up. No, 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 ne- don't talk to someone me, like Brian me. Cox. Not working on moon landings probably hates the fact that he's a celebrity physicist, and actually, a large proportion of people want to talk to him about fake moon landings. He just wants to sing songs, doesn't he? I don't know what he wants to do. I'm not a fan. Um, as Buzz Aldrin, I mean, I'm not a fan of Buzz Aldrin either, but he. He's probably sick to the back teeth of it as well. Where it, the, the the problem here is that it's not their life's work to work if they know that they are working on something that is real, mm. right? It's going to be have a very negative impact on them having to constantly over and over again talk about how it's real. Whereas for the people who believe that we didn't land, it's their life work to get everyone else to believe that we didn't land. So they're very keen to talk about it. They love talking about it. That's what they do. That is what they're there for. Mm-hmm. It's getting you got so you on one side you've got people in their job, and then the other side you've got people who aren't doing their in job. In their element. No. No, the people in their job are the ones that are against the moon landing. Okay. That's what they want to do. Okay. The other people, that's not what their life's about, but that's but, all they're okay. getting in on. If, but I would, there must be people out there willing to do this show. If you went not to on, the moon, yeah. right, wouldn't you... And someone said to you, I don't believe you went to the moon, prove it. You know, uh-huh. Convince me. Yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't you want to convince them... Or would I mean I, per- personally? I would I would give them some information, and if they still didn't believe me, I'd say okay. Well, there exactly. You go. Once or twice, I'd do it. After that, you just you can't be numb to it. Otherwise, that's all you become. You become the crazy person, constantly talking about going to the moon, and you you get so into it that everyone's like, oh, he's a bit. You don't want to believe him though. He's a bit. You know, it's all he ever talks about. When that's not what it's all about, anyway. Well, it's you know, at the end of the day, um, it is you know, it, neither of us have convinced the other. Uh, yep, yep, three three hours fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. Neither of us has convinced the other. Um, guys, blessed geeks, get in touch with us. Uh, tell us what you think. Uh, the hand's going to give us give you uh, the links to get in touch. Uh, tell us what you think. Do you do you think the moon landings actually happened? Do you think they were faked? Um, let us know. Um, that was almost very well timed. It continued. <laughs> we might be closing now. Uh, we are closing. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I think I, I mean I think we've exhausted it pretty much. Um, we've gone into a lot of detail over two hours. Mm. I mean, it was one hour before we got to the moon landing. It took a little while. But we had a lot to cover. Um, Okie dokie, so the hand. Um, Are you ready for this? Blessed Geeks, if you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us on Twitter via... At Blessed Geeks. Is that right? I don't know. He doesn't know. Uh, Instagram. Such a Blessed Geeks, we've always said that. Uh, The website. www.com blessedgeeks.uk no, no co no co no co 
the Facebook. Uh, Facebook. Me. F- fb.me oh fb.me slash forward slash forward okay slash um, oh, it might be a backslash uh, it never is never um, is blessed geeks something like that yeah you're, you're, you've lost interest haven't you uh, uh, twitter is actually at blessed underscore geeks oh there you go twitter is actually at blessed underscore geeks Right, just remembered that, did you? I'm pretty sure it's that way around. It's all on the website. Go to the website. I'm sure about that. (laughs) www.blessedgeeks.uk No co? No co. No co. (laughs) Now, um, are you going to update the website at some point with stuff, information Um, and such? What do you want on there? Bios and things. Bios? You provide me with your bio. Have you done yours? No. No, well, there you go. But hold, provide you me with your bio and I'll do... My, it's a lot of work. So if you provide me with a bio... It's lazy. Provide me with a bio, I'll get it up, but I'm not going to... You want me to write your bio? No. I can. Write it's your, a lot of work for Write you. your bio and then I'll write myself... Uh, I'll do your bio. Uh, uh, I'll do your bio. Uh, well, I'm putting... Excellent. Okay, so dokie, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thanks for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. We have gone on for a while. You know, I, I may end up editing it down the yeah, time. I think you're going to have um, to. Take out all of my winning arguments. <laughs> you might as well... Just, just me putting just, arguments forward and just, you just silent. Just like the, the conspiracy theory programme will just... Uh, it'll just this. be you. It'll just be you saying... Uh, saying, saying, saying... Um, uh, do, do, do. There are so many questions being asked about the photos. It would be an exercise in futility to try to answer them. Every time, every subject, it's, there are so many questions being asked about the moon landings. Yeah, I was just looking at my bingo card, disappointedly. Did you, oh, did you not get everything? No. Oh, what, everything. what did you not get? Um, to be fair, I fell into doing some of these. Okay. So, uh, but I won't tell you which ones. Uh, but you didn't say anything about even Dad thinks that there's a conspiracy. I, okay. was, I was hoping for that one. You didn't really laugh loud over an argument I was making. No, I was um, I was very being very uh, serious today. Didn't claim my evidence had been doctored. Um, well, we said the photos. These photos. Well, the the, the oh, photos. Oh no, yeah, but that that was no, that was because those photos are what they are. Yeah. Um, what I mean is you didn't when I was providing oh, right. evidence you No, I, 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 I trust I trust um, your I am not gonna yeah, I wasn't looking to And I didn't no. I didn't get the you're wrong. Nope, you're wrong. Um <laughs> but I did get it's all relative. I got the I did say you were wrong. You got yeah, but you didn't do it the exact phrase. Oh right. Yeah. You didn't uh, you did the so you're saying then state something you didn't say and refuses to believe you never said it. Um, states irrelevant fact when you have to agree uh, states an irrelevant fact which means you have to agree is true statement to make it sound like here's someone will run the argument that happened. Um, makes comparison comparison between the scenario being discussed with an unrelated scenario with the aim of making you look like an idiot. Um, Impersonates me with generic "I am stupid" voice, <laughs> and prove it. <laughs> oh, I'll put that up on the uh, website. Yeah, I will do. So people you will, enjoy it. You should. You should. Well, I'll take a photo of it and 
No, so it's in word. I'll just. Put oh, okay, it okay, fair dues. Right, excellent. Okay, um, everyone, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye bye. The next episode will be, as I said, um, a Stan Lee special thing. All right, see you later. Yeah. Yeah.